the Alex Jones episode is no longer in the ecosystem. I think black people got to be pissed off about this. People are done with the quarantine. Male virginity on the rise. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you getting pussy at 15 years old, 14 years old. Talking about people that should kill themselves. Do you think Kylie Jenner should kill themselves? <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to uh, Flagrant 2. It's your boy Schultz here with Akash Singh. We got Alex Media, Mark Gagnon, a truffle is with mm. us for a little bit. And um, <laughs> let's let's start Sounds the show, ominous. man. He's with us for a little bit. He what, got something to do. What's gonna he got he so got annoyed when you said it, though. You didn't see what he was doing. <laughs> he got a little. He, 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 did, a little he didn't want it. Motherfucker told me he got to take a call. Which is so funny because before the pod, he goes, hey, Andrew, so I'm just going to sneak out. Like, we'll change the camera so no one What's sees me. What's that mean? So no one like, sees me leave. And then immediately you go, yeah, he's going to be leaving real quick. <laughs> Let him walk <laughs> through the whole camera. I'm going to go through you. to the single. There's, Let him walk to the... That's the, the motherfucker said, yo, yo, I got to leave work to do other work. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> hey, babe, I can't make it tonight. Why? I got to cheat on you. <laughs> I got some pussy. I got another date. Another date. <laughs> but I'm letting you attend. know that I'm cheating on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you. That's sweet. So, um, <laughs> Truffle is here for the moment. And uh, listen, we got some crazy news, man. The uh, Some of y'all probably know this already because we posted about it. But the Alex Jones episode is no longer in the ecosystem. We were told it would happen. We were and it told happened. it would happen, and it yeah. happened. It has been taken down. This is how serious YouTube is, right? Mm-hmm. Not only has it been taken down, yeah. on YouTube, there's a function where you can download videos so you can watch them without internet, right? Mm. Similar to Netflix. And all okay. these other, like, yeah. I guess you download a few so you can watch them on a plane or whatever. Right. Yeah. They removed it from people's downloads. Holy really? shit. That's kind of crazy. That means they're going off the internet into your phone. And then removing it from your phone. That's crazy, yo. Because once you download it, it should just exist. On your hard drive. On your hard drive. Yeah. Unless you Damn. connect back to internet, then they can go in and get it. That's what they probably yeah. did. Yeah. If you never connect it back to internet, you can keep it off. So here's the crazy thing, right? We're like, fuck it. We're uploading that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Only problem is we didn't take our server down in Miami. Server's still in Brooklyn, New York. So the Alex Jones episode <laughs> is gone, everybody. Wait, really? <laughs> that That's what never that happened. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Listen, hey, bro, it's priceless. <laughs> That's yeah. Wait, what do you That's mean? That's the Mona Lisa, dog. That's like losing bitcoins. Dude, like, we lost our wallet. laptop of bitcoins. We got Max Kaiser out this Fucking bitch. Fucking A, man. It's gone forever? Yeah, every episode's gone. We use YouTube as our safety deposit box. Yep. And then YouTube was like, I had to make a little bit of a... Withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> I had to withdraw some episodes from your feed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we thought they were just going to... What was the term, Al, you used? Like, they were just going to put it, leave it in our video folder. Yeah, like... Um, private. Basically, make like it when private. a teacher takes some shit from you and then gives it back and to you at the end of the school day. Exactly. No, nope. we thought we were getting punished. <laughs> we still in class, bitch. <laughs> hey, it's detention. So, because we were having this talk, yeah. we we're like, fuck it, we gonna make an NFT. Yeah. Like, you know how we're into this NFT bullshit. This is obviously fraud. Uh, <laughs> get into that whole nonsense. I figured out why it's fraud. It took me a little bit, but we we're about to be fraudulent anyway. Yeah, Hippocrates, bro. Hey. Yeah. Yo, it's Hippocrates. I really yeah. like this embracing Hippocrisy thing. Yeah. Hippocrates is really down to trash NFT, and then by the end of this episode, tell y'all what I'm about to NFT. <laughs> I just want to yeah. let everybody uh-huh. know, so we're clear. Yeah. All right. 
I'm NFTing Dove Seat for the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna NFT everything. So, do you think NFTs are eBay? What's going yeah, on? I think I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what it is, yo. It's the greatest hustle. I was speaking this whole weekend with NFT experts. Like I was literally going all in, right? Yeah. Truffle was taking me around to these different fucking parties. We're on boats talking about NFT, and I'm like. Why we gotta be on a boat? Like, <laughs> so you know, like, just get on a boat. It's a whole thing, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm on a couch. Everything's fine. So we move on. We're on this fucking boat, and we're talking NFTs. And I'm like, I'm loving this guy who's explaining NFT. Yeah, he's like a really sweet guy. Yeah, and I'm just looking at him as he's explaining it to me, and it, there's like a moment like where both of us are like. Should we just admit that this is a whole? <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point do we just acknowledge that we're both just lying to each other and we know there's some money to be made off of this shit? Isn't that what you would have said about Bitcoin, though? Yeah. But I'm in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the keys. Fuck the keys. Fuck the keys. It's crypto cowboys, uh, bro. Bro, I'm cowboying out this bitch. Pew pew. So uh, I, I had a. I want to get to this NFT things. I did figure something out. I want to talk to you guys about. And I spoke to, <laughs> I spoke to my my genius friend Ben Uyeda, who we're trying to get out here. He's just got to get vaccinated. Um, he's really hiding out in uh, Joshua Tree because of Asian hate. He's terrified to, to walk the streets, bro, because the Asian hate, bro. crazy son. The Asian hate. They out there hating. So Ben Uyeda is is in his maker ranch in Joshua Tree. You just telling everybody where he at, yo. I know, bro. You just like telling everybody he is at. on Joshua Tree Lane Street. You just gave a apartment number eight five five two. Look for a bunch if, of container houses. If you felt like hating an Asian, definitely don't go to the Container Hotel near Joshua Tree, where there's an Asian guy. <laughs> who's got a great body. You're not going to hate that Asian. No, You're going to look at that mm, motherfucker and be like, ah, he's fine. Yeah, nah, that's <laughs> Asian lust. That's Asian lust Asian right there. Lust. Yeah. That's 100%. <laughs> no, nah, but we're trying to get Uyeda out here. He had, he had an interesting point. He had a lot of interesting points about the whole NFT space, but I want to get to that in a second. What the fuck should we do with this Alex Jones app, man? Even though it's gone, what should we do with it? We can't get it. Nobody got it. Somebody got it. Somebody got to have it. Somebody got it. I feel like there's a version of this somewhere out there that we could get our hands on. And let's say hypothetically we can't get our hands on this thing that does not exist anymore. I mean, this is the fucking Mona Lisa. Some people have said it was the greatest podcast episode in history. The number one most funny podcast episode in history is now wiped from existence. There's no question it's the funniest Alex Jones interview that's ever happened. There's no question. Some might say the funniest interview that's ever happened. I would. So would I. <laughs> we agree on that. Is it multiple people are saying this? Y'all realize yeah. that it's people. How many saying people it? need to say something before it's true? Dozens. Dozens, bro. Uh huh. Dozens. A few dozens. Facts, yeah. So, what should we do with this? Let's say hypothetical, we could find it. Let's say by some, some like strike of incredible luck, we find a fucking SD card that has it or some shit. What should we do with it? Do we go straight NFT? Yeah, I think so. Do we throw it on a page? Could throw it on a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Then get kicked off Patreon, most for likely. Sure yeah, yeah. Off Patreon, yeah. For but, sure. Patreon, for sure. But yeah. if we throw it on Patreon and then they ban it from Patreon, then that NFT is worth even more. But yeah, but then we also would probably get banned from Patreon. Yeah. We have to maneuver. We have to have a contingency like plan in place. I ain't think about yeah. all that. Yeah. <laughs> what if someone else already NFTs it? They can't. Why? 
because it's ours. But that's we don't true. have it. Yeah, you just told everybody. <laughs> but we it don't was got ours it. from the beginning. Yo, it's Mark. like when you catch. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Hey, yeah. hey I think when you're you... exposing why <laughs> NFTs are complete bullshit. I don't understand I know. how this works. <laughs> okay, not because you're not buying it from them. them. You're not buying it from us. You're buying it from some also, guy. We could, it's not we, ours. We, it might be minted onto the blockchain, but we could probably sue them and be like, yo, you're NFTing something that you do not own. Yeah. Mm. No, you have to get the cosign from the creator, but we'll also throw in the bottle of alcohol. you were me. I was like, chill, yeah, yeah, don't throw away that Jameson bottle that you guys oh, were all yeah, we swigging out of, please. We're going to NFT a picture of the bottle. This is why NFT is such bullshit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can we just get to why NFC is horseshit before we sell our first NFT? Such fucking horseshit. Same as, cl <laughs> same as Clubhouse, you fucking dorks talking on Clubhouse. Oh, <laughs> I tried Clubhouse. I couldn't do it. nerds are on Clubhouse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You, you had a good weekend. I like it. I like it. So, I like it. <laughs> it was nice to relax, yeah. bro. So, um, okay, here's why NFTs are bullshit. <laughs> Absolute horse nonsense bullshit. And uh, I think they're all propped up by the twinkle bosses, bro. Horse nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Horse yeah don't nonsense, come at bro. fellow crypto cowboys, dog. Yo, these crypto That's cowboys. That's friendly fire, dog. Don't shoot at your own. You know what? You're 100% right. Let me back the whole shit up and let me talk about everything from the beginning. Yeah. I invested in Tesla. Mm -hmm. Right? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I invested in Tesla. Yeah, I, he bought go. 10 shares. I bought I'm an investor. Fucking loser. I'm an investor in Tesla. Okay. <laughs> Why you gotta <laughs> share shame him, son? Like you share shame it, son. I'm getting a little I'm getting yeah. a little piece of the game, bro. Got his feet wet shit. The way you presented that. Yeah. I'm an investor in Tesla. Yeah. Bro, you invested Thursday. You ain't no fucking How many 2012 shares you How many shares you got? How many shares? I got 24. I got more than both of you guys. Wait, really? Dove, why are you doing that to me, yo? yo? Dove, don't you got to call somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two minutes. Why are you share shaming, dog? Yeah. You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Should I go now and check on my 180 shares of Tesla? Oh, or? shit. Oh, if I had known, oh, fuck you. If I had known that you oh, had that many shares, if I had known that you had... How many did you just say? Hey, yeah, I know. Did y'all just... No, I thought rich, he's yo. poor. This motherfucker convincing me he's poor. I'm letting him stay in the fucking pool house and he's sitting on a goddamn gold you mine. You better just hey, stay hey. in that pool house, which we're now going to call the casita, so we're going to make it sound classier. All, I never begged you to stay begged in the pool me. house. Andrew, it's okay. You love me. You can I tell the world. I never begged you. I just told you I, I literally removed your refrigerator privileges this week. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, he was truffle picking in your son, fridge? He, Literally, he, they asked me to go pick up some it. snacks the for the barbecue and get mad. Pizzas, bro. <laughs> he taking up the whole freezer That's with those pizzas. Food. I got a whole fiance. She don't want to compete with fridge space, and this yeah. motherfucker got Elio's boxes. Yeah. No, cauliflower pizza from Trader Joe's. Ain't no cauliflower. Fire. You got Elio's, bro. Uh -huh. I told Al this on, on Sunday. Yeah. You shop like a juvenile, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elio's frozen That is some bachelor-ass shit. Bro. Put yeah. the Jew in yeah. juvenile, dog. Dude. Yeah. Facts, dude. I didn't Call me what you want. I still have those 180 anyway. shares that I bought in 2010. So he got he got 180 shares. Doesn't matter. Who cares? It's worth nothing. Do you, do you want to know what it's worth? <laughs> what is it worth? $126,000. How much? $126,000. <laughs> I don't feel bad. This motherfucking scumbag don't even pay his student loans, bro. bro he, what? Just sucking off the government. Wow. Uh, Pay your student loans. They're, he's they're frozen. There. He's frozen. Bro. <laughs> you know he's frozen on that one. Yeah, he snitched on him yeah. so hard. I know. There's a Whoa. Fannie Mae you got, son. Whoa. How many shares of Sally Mac? Is it Sally Mac? <laughs> Sally, you rich motherfucker. Dog. I, would, I don't even I know this bitch name, dog. It. I would know nothing about it. Instead hey, of, why, you know I they named so after some bitches always asking for money. I <laughs> 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 definitely did that. Nah, bro, you don't really. I get so much mail from this debt. bitch. I think she lives with me. I'm like, how you pay? I'm Have not you paid cashing that them out and paying the most taxes. of it? Yeah. How much you got left? 
Very little. Like what? A couple thousand, I think. And you're not just going to knock that out? No, I'll knock it out. I'm trying, I'm trying to put money into crypto right now, guys. What are we talking about? Anyway, so Bro, back to this shit. If I was doing loan bank, I'm so pissed off at all you motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm like living. If I'm Fannie Mae, I'm like, you can't pay off it's our Fannie loan. Fannie Mae. We gave you it, money to go to her. school. They gave you money to they go to school. They gave you money, bro. They it's risked their lives. And then you're like, oh, I want to put money in Ethereum. Yeah. yeah hey, hey, these are the terms of the deal. You don't dictate what I do with all my money. The terms of the deal. Did you say Fannie Mae? <laughs> there's yeah, Fannie Mae. Yeah, there's all Fannie, got it. No, no, no. There's Dope. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Sally Mae. Two different. What's happening? I don't know what's happening right now. I'm just slow clapping that Akai's got a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not new. That's not a new shirt. That's not new. No. I'm just so used to the other one. This one looks this new. This is the one I hate the most. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Al hates I this hate shirt. this shirt. I, yeah. Al Why hates you hate this, this shirt? One? You didn't grow up with the it's Sandlot? So he never watched the Sandlot. This yeah, season. but it's not he a good depiction of the Sandlot. Why not? I don't look at it and think the Sandlot. That's I look at it and think it's like. the most appropriate yeah. shirt ever. Yeah. He's yeah, exactly. from the fucking Sandlot. Let him live a yeah. little bit, bro. So there's not awesome. enough camels on it. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. No, whoa, he's got whoa. a bat and shit That's in That's offensive, that house. dog. Um, you took it too far. Police, my bad. Got justice God. or whatever. I love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Asian hate, bro. Yeah. I know, I know. I got to. My bad, my bad. Stop it. Yo, you know what's mad funny? Yo, Sunday did not just bow. Yo, what was all the Asians when then when you Asians were getting hated on after 9-11? Mm. We didn't hear a peep from them, huh? That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. That's a Where good was point. that stop Asian hate hashtag yeah. then? Yeah, that's a good point. You were the forgotten Asians. We are the forgotten Asians. You really are. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys. Nobody even refers to y'all as Asians, bro. I know, bro. Us yeah. neither, to be honest with you. Nah, that's fair. <laughs> that's <laughs> on you guys. All right, but back to this. NFTs being bullshit. Okay, so I'm the, I'm a shareholder in the company Tesla, right? I'm partial owner of Tesla now. <laughs> Let's go. And, uh, Let's go. <laughs> I am a partial owner of Tesla, right? You are. You and are. I didn't buy in when it was cheap like a... <laughs> fiat. Fiat. fiat like you fiats i bought in when it was expensive yeah i opened up td ameritrade one day and the Dude. tesla is usually the color green yeah and the yep. numbers was the color red so i was like it's time to get in go yeah. right cool yeah, what, what's Let's that go. Called? i invest it's called being a smart shareholder a smart shareholder yeah. exactly yeah. right it's called yeah. being an investor venture capitalist you're buying some dip and the amount he was putting I'm in IVC, investment he was like fuck capitalist. it i'm putting this amount in and i was like yeah. do you know how rich you are and how insignificant this amount is yeah it was such a little kid amount fuck yeah, it yeah. i'm going in i went all in on it's that. like me being like fuck it i'm getting chipotle i'm getting guac i'm getting fucking guac I, I going guac, guac that's come on. Okay. I got guac. All right, fair enough. I got a text from Elon. <laughs> really? What he hey, is it where the rest of the, where the rest of the money probably is what is he's it? asking? <laughs> <laughs> this it? You fucking bitch. You pussy. <laughs> rest of my money's locked up in, you know, bat coin. Bro. <laughs> I did put money in a coin called bat, bro. And I got fucking Algorand. What's saying, that? Bat's been killing it lately. Starting a whole fucking pandemic and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, figured, I figured you got a bet on the bat, right? Anyway. <laughs> so I invest. Andrew's really be the only person to go broke on crypto. Everyone's, everyone's making millions of dollars. Andrew's in Bitcoin. So I invest in this Tesla shit, right? 
Then I go online, and then there's this gold bug. His name is Peter Schiff. They call him mm -hmm. the gold bug. Yeah, right? We yeah. spoke about him. And he's the guy who's all in on gold, right? And he mm -hmm. starts talking shit to Elon. And he was like, Elon Musk invested in blah, 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 blah. You can leave, Truffle. Okay. <laughs> go, 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 go. Go take your call. So he was, you can invest in, um, you can invest in crypto if you want. He hates crypto, right? He goes, you can invest in crypto if you want, mm -hmm. but you see what happened to Elon Musk's company after he put, you know, 1.5% in Bitcoin. His company is taking a tumble. No other big companies are going to do this. You got to be crazy to do it. And Elon Musk responds with like eggplant emoji. And it was like a fun little Twitter thing. But when he said that about Elon, right, I took it like I took it personal. <laughs> son. Like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He's talking about your company. That's my company, son. Yeah. Like, and I understood in that moment, since I'd never invested in anything before, like I could be objective, not because I was being an objective person. I just didn't have any skin in the game, right? Mm -hmm. If I could talk shit about Elon on a random podcast or talk shit, once you have your money and your future tied to a company, yeah. it's so hard to be objective. Now, everything Elon does, I'm like, hell yeah, that's how you run a company. You want to smoke on Joe Rogan, smoke on Joe Rogan. If you want to dig good holes under the ground, dig holes under the ground i'm completely un unobjective is that the word yeah un i'm completely unobjective about tesla because i'm invested in it right mm -hmm. and i realize that that applies not only to tesla that applies to podcasts that applies to content creators that applies to musical artists mm -hmm. that applies to if you're if you've dedicated tens of thousands of hours in your life to Michael Jackson, right? Or tens of thousands of hours of your life to a church, tens of thousands of hours of your life into anything. You are so invested that if anybody criticizes that thing, it's a criticism of you. True. So you can't be objective. True. So the knee-jerk reaction is to immediately defend a Michael Jackson or maybe yeah. a R. Kelly. Like you need so much, so much negative press yeah. about that person in order for you to remove yourself. Because if it's true, you feel dumb. Yeah, you got duped. You got you feel like you got duped, and we would rather not be duped. Yeah. Excuse me. We'd rather not be duped than we would rather not believe we're duped. Yeah. I guess than accept that we are. Yeah, it's just, I'm admitting I'm wrong. I put my money on the wrong horse. I I'm Team Elon over Jeff Bezos. If I bought Amazon in 2005, You'd be Team Bezos. it's Bezos all day. So, so, so I guess that's my my thing. It's like we knew when we invited Pomps in here, we were like, this guy is not going to be objective, and we Correct. didn't want an objective viewpoint. We no. wanted the viewpoint of someone who was so fully committed to it, right? Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because I gotta make sure your armpits smell good. All right, and most of your armpits smell like absolute dog shit. And uh, even when you're using deodorant, you're using deodorant. Is basically uh, killing you. You're trying to. They're trying to kill you. You're gonna die. <laughs> so you ready to not die? We're gonna go with Native. Okay, Native is risk free. Try every product. Comes with free uh, free uh, shipping within the U.S. plus a 30 day return and exchanges. It is absolutely great smelling deodorant that is natural and is not going to kill you it uses real products coconut oil shea butter like actual things instead of like aluminum or whatever else the nonsense they're putting in why would deodorant. they be putting aluminum in i don't know thing? you ever read seems like it would be expensive like why are you adding like precious metals into deodorant i don't like, think aluminum's that precious to be not... honest we'd be baking cookies on it so i don't think it's that precious <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Why would you? <laughs> why don't you at least put a precious metal in your armpits if you're gonna yeah. actually? Oh, you're right. Metal, put some right? gold. Come on, bro. Use some silver. It's not worth anything anymore. <laughs>
Anyway, guys, I'm telling you, if you need your uh, deodorant delivered right to your house, and why would you not have that? Okay, why are you gonna go to the fucking store just randomly to buy one thing? That's the most annoying thing about deodorant. Oh yeah, is having to leave your house to buy one single item. Because if you walk around without it, people look at you like you're a Neanderthal. That's true. Okay? So you have to do this right now. Trust us with your life. Make the switch to Native today by going to NativeDeo, that's D-E-O, dot com slash flagrant. Or use the promo code flagrant at checkout and you get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash flagrant or use the promo code flagrant at checkout for 20% off your first order. Now let's get back to the show. I guess what I'm saying is that there's a way where <laughs> this is where we get into the NFT space. When you're fully committed to a company, mm -hmm. right? You want to do everything that could potentially pump the value of that company. Yes. Right? Like, I was talking to Uye, and he brought up this example. He's like, for example, like, Twitter is thinking of buying CNN. Y'all heard about that, right? Mm -mm, did not hear that. I would Maybe. love that. Maybe there's whispers of it, right? Mm -hmm. But he goes, if Twitter buys CNN, and that lifts Twitter's stock price and the overall valuation of the company, an amount that's higher than what they purchased CNN for... It was the right move. They won, yeah. So what they're doing is when you're committed to your company, you want things to go well for that company, even as a shareholder and investor. Yes. And now with the internet, we have the ability to essentially pump up the companies that we're invested in. Okay. It makes perfect sense for Pump to be a social media activist, if you will, yeah, okay. for Bitcoin. That makes because sense. he's all in on Bitcoin. But you could also trust his motives because since he's so committed, he's not going to pump and dump. Okay. Right? Because enough, if yeah. he pumped and dumped, then he loses out. Well, I guess he could make money off the pump, but... And well, he's on social media, so you can hold him accountable a little bit all more, the time. Right? So then we go into the NFT space. Mm -hmm. Right? NFTs have to be sold at this current time in a cryptocurrency called Ethereum. Yes. Right? Yes. Ethereum is a crypto, just like Bitcoin, just like anyone, that has value, and that value can increase or decrease. Mm -hmm. Right? How do you increase the value of a currency, right? By flowing liquidity. Remember the velocity of money conversation we were yes. having? By flowing liquidity into that currency. Okay. Right? So the more people that are interested in buying Ethereum, the more valuable Ethereum is going to be. Go, go, go. So the more people who own Ethereum, the more interest they have in pumping up NFTs because you NFT transactions have or, an Ethereum. Or the other way around, right? In order to buy NFTs, yeah. you need to buy Ethereum first. Right. Yeah. So if it looks like everybody who buys NFTs becomes a millionaire, yeah. well, we got to get into the NFT game. Right. And if you're a collector, you got to get into the NFT game. Yeah. So now as a collector, you buy your Ethereum first, yeah. and then you buy the NFT. The, the, the NFT almost functions as a marketing tool for the Ethereum. crypto itself. Mm. I bought Ethereum only because I was like, ooh, this NFT thing is kind of popping. I think it could spike. <coughs> yeah. So I'm not the only one that did that. Yeah. Well, that wasn't some super smart investment move. I bet a bunch of people are like, oh, this NFT thing is going to be a craze for a little bit. Let me buy some crypto and NFT. Not even to buy NFTs, but because so many people are going to be buying mm. Ethereum, right? Right. right. This is where we get potentially nefarious. Mm -hmm. And we go back to the Twitter CNN argument. What if you're, let's say, the Winklevosses, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have tens of billions, maybe hundreds of billions of dollars invested in cryptocurrencies, not just Bitcoin, but Ethereum. Yeah. Would it be worth it to you 
to throw a hundred million dollars at this uh, NFT market to inflate it, yeah. mm -hmm. you would only need to make a hundred and one million dollars in the value of Ethereum going up due to these NFTs right. in order for you to be profitable. Right. Could this NFT market be completely inflated? Yeah. Right? By people who are pot committed to the crypto Ethereum. Yeah. If I'm an Ethereum holder, if I own the company itself, yeah, like I'm Vitalik Buterin or whatever the fuck, I'm going, yo, do we have a marketing budget? Give me $200 million, buy a bunch of bullshit fucking art that's not worth nothing because there's no exclusionary value to it. Mm -hmm. The whole reason you buy something is because it is exclusive to you. Right. And the fact <clears throat> that you could JPEG any of these things now is no longer exclusive. Right. Right. If, if I have a marketing budget of $200 million, I'm throwing it at these NFT things. I'm building up that Beeple shit. I'm doing bids that are real, yeah. but they're also not real. Yeah. You buy start an NFT, yeah. I start an NFT. I'll buy yours for 1,000 Ethereum. You buy mine for 1,000 Ethereum. Now you're worth 1,000 Ethereum in your art, yeah. and I am, but we're equal in money. Yeah. There's no trade processing. There's nothing. We just gave each other. And people are looking on the outside like, yo, they made a million dollars worth of Ethereum on these NFTs. We should get into NFTs. And we just handed we money just, back and forth. Boom. We just switched accounts. So it's switching money back and forth. No real reason to like, you're not going through any real middleman, right? Yeah. I think that you can just trade the Ethereum directly. Maybe there's some small processing fee or something. Mm. Who knows? But it's a great marketing tool for a crypto because you have to have that crypto in order to access it. Yeah. And it almost makes it look like this is just beginning. This is the future. And in order to be part of the future, you got to own this currency. Right. The, the only pushback I think somebody who's all for NFTs would give, I think, is that because everything's on the blockchain and you can see all the purchases that are being made. Sure. So you can see the fucked up shit if like, oh, you're just buying that and then he's buying it right back. So some people would be like, nah, but you the fact that it's all transparent, then that can't happen. But my thing, which is what I asked uh, Pap, is like, nobody's checking this shit. Exactly. Like Everybody hey, said, yes, it's transparent. Hey, you Al, can do it. Al, what, what website do you go to check Al, it? How do, how do I check the Ethereum yeah. blockchain? I don't know. You know how to check the Ethereum <laughs> like, blockchain? We, they act like the Ethereum blockchain is Times Square. You just go look at the numbers. Just look at it, yeah. <laughs> there ain't no website for that shit. Right? How do I just look at what's meant? And also, it's one blockchain, the Ethereum blockchain. Do you know how many tens of thousands of transactions probably happen to that? Yeah. It's like finding a name at the Vietnam Memorial. You're just going to be looking through that shit forever till you finally come across your grandfather who fought in the war. Or I would assume it's more streamlined than that. But here's what one thing I will say. I agree with what you said, and it's all completely possible maybe probable yeah that doesn't make nfts not valuable though yeah. that doesn't mean it can't float the entire market into the point where nfts just become the way we invest in art that's 100 percent true true the thing about art and this was always my issue when it came to nfts i'm not saying it's not possible ben Uyed had a great idea for for an nft that i'll get to in a second but the thing about art right is the fact that it is exclusive to you mm-hmm Right? Like you own a piece of art that is yours. Yeah. It's exclusionary value. Yeah. You could own this JPEG, but if anybody else can just copy the JPEG and post it there, it's not exclusive to you. The Mona Lisa is exclusive to whoever owns that Mona Lisa and has offered to give it to the Louvre for whatever reason, but they could also put it in their bathroom and it is exclusive. And then the only place that you could see it is you. And I think that we'll see another version of the NFT. Like we were saying, I believe in the blockchain technology and I yeah. believe in the verification of goods. 
But right now, the idea of like a digital asset being worth something because it's ver more because it's verified, when all of us know that there's really no difference in this other thing, right? It's just going to lessen the value a little bit. Go. Maybe you've maybe you addressed this in that last point. Tell me if you did. I think it still has value because of something you said earlier, which is we are so invested in like the podcast we listen to and whatever other digital media. It's all digital for the most part, yeah. everything we consume. Yeah. So digital art doesn't seem like much of a stretch and digital memorabilia from those people that we're so invested in. If Joe Rogan NFT'd his Alex Jones episode and you got the fans of Joe Rogan and the fans of Alex Jones, they're going to want that shit emotionally. That's from these guys that I worship. I've invested yeah. tens of thousands of hours in. No, no, I'll pay. 100%. People are going to pay for things. Like people buy things on Fortnite that aren't real all the yeah. time. So people pay real money on digital things. There's, there's no question. Um, and another point I just want to bring up, like when it came comes to like, why would you throw $200 million at a cryptocurrency? Like yep. what would be the advantage of that? Well, if you got into Ethereum when it was worth one penny and now it's worth $1,700. And you have a million shares. And you have, you made way more than whatever. So you have all this money that's not even really real. It's yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Like, you, like the people that got into crypto right now are just millionaires yeah, multi-millionaires yeah. billionaires so they have all this money that's in crypto that they know that they didn't really earn so they're willing to throw it around a little bit mm -hmm. because they they literally the cost of it was fucking pennies you know can i push back a little bit yeah go couldn't the s p 500 who has more money than any of these crypto guys do the same thing with the stock market stock market's been up throughout the pandemic for uh, the most part they did so that's it, that's isn't what the it, stimulus is yeah why do you think the stock market is going up because they're inflating the fuck out of it so isn't it the same thing as it's this, it's it's happening no matter where you put your money. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is it's not real. Yeah, that's you're peeing on yourself, and eventually you run out of pee. Yeah, and then somebody got to deal with them wet pants. Yeah, and usually it's not the rich motherfuckers that got to deal with the wet pants. One hundred percent. Usually it's the poor motherfuckers that got to deal with it, and it's the poor motherfuckers who get in at the end. Like I'm gonna make some money off this NFT art, and then once the house of cards falls, it's all a house of cards. Like every. Yeah. Economy is a house of cards. Yes, but usually the house of cards falls on the poor people who get in last because they're like. Oh fuck! I can make money on this. Like we're getting in last. Like when when we're out here talking to these motherfuckers on boats, they already made millions on it. Yeah. Like we're, we're at the end of this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not at the end though. We're like in the middle. We're because we're, there's there's a big portion of this society. Um, still yeah, doesn't you're know sleeping shit about on how crypto. many people. If Bitcoin is yeah. the economy, which economy do you believe in more? If Bitcoin becomes yeah. the economy that wins, yeah, a yeah. lot of motherfuckers are going to have gotten in way too late. Put it, put it this way. Like, if you want to look at um, where the beginning and the end is, you, you look uh, at what the peak value of the currency is going to be, mm -hmm. right? And uh, right now, in order for us to double our money on Bitcoin that we just bought, Bitcoin yeah. has to go to $120,000. Correct. Correct. The people that got in early. Oh, they are early. They got in when it was pennies, right? Yeah. So, like, if you look at the lifeline of Bitcoin from one penny to one hundred twenty thousand, we're at the very, very end. Correct. You know. Now, if it gets, you see to, what I'm saying? Here? We're definitely like even for Bitcoin to go to a million. Yeah. We're still in the last ten percent of the lifeline of Bitcoin. 
compared to the person who got it a penny and now it says sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's. You know I think you. What I'm saying is that percentage of people that are going to get in when it's at like one hundred and fifty thousand is way higher than you realize. So relative to the pennies, guys, we are fucking poppers. I, but I, we're I still understand. getting in at a decent time. I'm. I, what I'm explaining is is not the amount of people that get in. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the value. The value. Correct. I'm, right. Yeah. And I get that. The reason I'm looking at the lifeline in terms of value, not in terms of the velocity, I guess, is just because of how much you can make out of it. Yeah. Because we're having a discussion of like who's really made money off this oh, shit. Yeah. 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 So so these people like can you do the math real quick? Uh, for Bitcoin to go from sixty thousand to a million, how many X that is? Mm-hmm. I think it's 16 times. So 16 times, right? Like, So if, if Bitcoin goes from now to a million, let's yeah. say it goes to a million, which would be crazy. Yeah. That That's 16 times the money. The people that got into Bitcoin at a penny yeah. have already made what? 60,000 times 100. What is that? 60 million X? Yeah. yeah. Their money? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I know. So in the lifeline, we are- 6,000 six X. They've already made what? Like if you went, if you got in at a penny, yeah, and it got to sixty thousand. Oh, actually, no, excuse me, no, I think you're right. Yeah, sixty million X. That's yeah. fine. Let's sixty go million that. X. So, so we can make sixteen times our money yes. if it does the greatest thing that will ever happen to Bitcoin. We make sixteen times yes. the money. They made sixty million oh, yeah. times yeah. their money. Yeah, they're shitting on us. They're right? shitting on us. So that when I say we got in at the end, this is still a good time to get in because more investors will be in. Yes, we I'm agree. not shitting on that. Yeah, but. In terms of who's really made money on yeah. this, we, yeah, yeah, that's Kinda. why the other currencies are almost more exciting. You what? know what was cool about this though? What about what's cool about Bitcoin is normally the people who control everything are the same people that have been controlling everything for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. Yeah, this crypto shit, as far as I know, I know a ton of people who got rich as fuck, early as fuck, yeah. who have no association with those guys, and now they got real money. My homie Rohit, who has Bitcoin, will not tell me how much he has. That's how I know he's richer than anyone I know. So. Here's my th- go out. You had a question, then I'll say something. Still, even those people who got in super early, who are probably just looking at their account and it's like some a stock, like crazy number, it's still just a digital number that they can't do anything with. Well, they could like, sell it into dollars, but they haven't been because they just want to keep seeing it rise, yeah, rise, they rise, have rise, that rise. Much confidence so it's in like, at the end of the day, yes, you have a lot of money, but until people start pulling that shit out. It's worthless. And then what happens when they pull it out? Then it pops, and then everybody who right. wasn't smart to pull it out early loses their money. Sure. So it's like, it, this is a balloon that's going to pop one day. Eventually, one of these motherfuckers who are sitting on billions is going to be like, ah, I want to trade it in for cash. And that's just going to fuck up the whole system. I don't know. I can't make the full connection, but I know if it becomes the currency of choice, and that's just what we go off of. When, yeah. when he said, like... I think there's a point in which we stop even thinking of Bitcoin in terms of how many dollars it's worth, and it's just how many Bitcoin do you have? That's the future he foresees, whether that happens or not. That's when it becomes, I don't think it's impossible. It it has to get more stable. I don't think, yeah, it has to be more stable. Like, here's something that you got to think about. A currency needs to have some ability to be stable. Now, Bitcoin is the most stable of all them, but like, let's say you're getting paid weekly in yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. And you build your lifestyle around this weekly salary. Yeah. You can't afford your salary to take a 20% hike Correct. on a random Friday. Correct. Because your lifestyle Correct. is built around a secure amount. When you get paid in dollars or British pounds or these things, there is still that security. Yeah. Even though we all want to believe all oh, the dollars going down and all this other stuff, 
there still is something to be said about mm-hmm. the fact that you can have a fucking hundred dollar bill and you can go to a That's nightclub, fair. you could pay for that shit. That's there fair. is security there. So we are maybe, who knows, maybe it's five years away, maybe it's twenty-five years away. But we we do all recognize there is a a future with this technology. Yeah. We don't know which currency is gonna be the currency. I have a hard time believing there's just gonna be like one global reserve currency unless there's a country that enforces it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the currency of that country. Oh, the yeah. most comforting thing to me is that if it's true that the U.S. is the second largest holder of Bitcoin. Oh, if that came out, I'm all in. Yeah, if that that's, if that's, came out. I I'm really think in. that might be our only chance against China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is if yeah. Bitcoin <laughs> wins and we have the second most, yeah, that's probably I'm, our only if chance. If I'm Ethereum, yeah, I'm making a deal with the U.S. government right now. Oh yeah, I'm going. Yo, do you want to partner up? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's we will give you half of our holdings. You become the biggest shareholder. Shit, become the fifty-one percent shareholder. Then people yeah. probably wouldn't invest because of the the whole that you know, they have control of of you know, what the currency does, and they could make more and blah blah blah. This yeah. is not decentralized at fifty-one percent. I digress. Point is, there's it is a very interesting time. I think throughout history, you have these times where these people make millions of dollars out of nowhere. I'm sure this happened at the gold rush or the copper rush. And I'm sure there's tons of times throughout history where people were able, you know, some average person was able to get in on an investment and make tons of money out of yeah. nowhere. Right. I think that's probably what the idea, the inception of America was on some yeah. level. Yeah. Right? Um, we might be existing in that right now. Right. Who fucking knows? But it's just a crazy time to be alive. Huh. Yeah, this is actually an interesting point that from from 2020, this article came out that says the FBI or like government intelligence agencies mm. own, according to this article, like the fourth most amount of Bitcoin. Because they've confiscated, confiscating it from the, the dark web drug bazaar and then Silk Road bust and all that. All this stuff. They have about 9.5 million Bitcoin. Whoa. And there's 21 million in existence. Uh, Let me take that. Uh, Actually, I, I can't say exactly that article. That seems exactly. high, but if that's the case, who oh, the fuck could possibly have more? Yeah. Yeah, if you have 9.5. Okay, yeah. it says that the website was reaching 9.5 million Bitcoin at some point and that they confiscated a chunk of it. Okay. But they got some millions then, probably. And they have to get access to it. They might not have access to it. And that's assuming the U.S. government and, and no other branch has been like just buying Bitcoin. Mm. Apparently, Bulgaria's got a fuck ton. 213,000 Bitcoin. Yeah, but they could keep that little two hundred thirty thousand bitches. <laughs> Wait, yo, honestly, if I was a small country, oh that yeah, is so worth the investment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking kidding? That me? is a massive yeah. come up for them. Yeah, yeah. That's what he was saying. Venezuela was doing. Oh, that's right. They yeah. were mining it like crazy. Yeah. But I would just have government policy take one percent of your GDP and then just put that shit into crypto because you never fucking know. You could be this bitch ass little country just yep. getting mushed around left or right, or you could become a crypto billionaire country safe haven yeah. like have your country operate off of crypto that's a brilliant idea yeah iceland get in on it yeah. you want to be bitch ass little countries your whole life nah. and i think that's kind of his point about why countries can't really they won't ever stop crypto mm. because they'll eventually be like oh there's a lot of money in this we should just keep it for ourselves and start trading or whatever mm. he said the the goal the selfish goal is always going to win mm. anyway it's interesting all right guys we're gonna take a break for a second because uh i gotta make sure that you keep your hair all right I feel very strongly about this because I've been on the same active ingredients that are inside keeps for the last decade, and I got a full fucking head of hair, and I shouldn't. That's I true. I shouldn't have that full, fed of, full head of hair, but I should. I and mean, you know what? Actually, I should because I took advantage of the moment. You did. I researched it, and I was like, I am not going to just sit back and go bald. You're like an early investor in Bitcoin, but for hair. That's what I'm talking about. Which might be more valuable. Ten times more valuable. I'm not Keep fucking a bald. Bitcoin. Yeah, if you're bald, who cares? 
Nobody wants your bald Bitcoin, okay? <laughs> we want full heads of hair over here, and there's a way to do it, and you got to get it before it's gone. Make sure you keep everything you have. That's why it's called keeps. Mm. You can keep, and you can grow some back, which is what happened to me. God bless, okay? So what we're telling you guys right now is a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Low cost. Treatments start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions, discreet packaging, and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention, like I said, is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so you got to act fast. Now, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash flagrant to receive your first month of treatment for free. Did you hear that? Mm. Free hair. They're giving you free fucking hair all you got to do is go to k-e-e-p-s dot com slash flagrant to get your first month free keeps.com slash flagrant now let's get back to the show also guys we got to plug some dates i know andrew probably already sold his shit out i'll be selling mine out the weekend though but i still sell them out so come through i'm going to be at helium in buffalo april 2nd and 3rd i'm going to be at helium in portland april 15th through the 17th and we just added Kansas City, I'm going to be there from June 17th through June 19th. Let me make sure I got the dates right. Yes, Comedy Club of Kansas City, June 17th through 19th. Get your tickets at akashsing.com. We'll see you there. Also, uh, we added a show in uh, Nashville. Oh. And we added a show in Atlanta. Hmm. And um, so go get those tickets if they're still available. I don't know if they're still available, but go get those right now if you can. And then we're going to be adding uh, a new leg to the tour very soon. Very excited. Thank you guys for selling out these shows, man. It's pretty awesome. So, uh, theandrewschultz.com, and I'll post on Instagram, whatever, when we're ready. Let's get back to the show. Yo, Miami uh, Miami got a little wild this past weekend, guys. <laughs> you know, Miami's uh, been wild. Uh, it's been open. It's yeah. been an incredible experience. But spring break came through. Mm -hmm. Did you see the videos? Well, do you see it in real life at all? No, I've been out of town since, oh, like, right. Thursday or whatever. Yeah. Did you see it in real life? Yeah, I, I mean, I just saw kids like walking around and like swaths of people doing shit. But I saw videos of like that kid running from the cops. Yeah, that was, that was a fire. Funny. So basically what happened is it's spring break. Right. And um, I don't know why kids need a break. They've been on break. Right? They haven't <laughs> gone to school. You've yeah. been on break this yeah. whole time. But need to hang out with friends, I think, probably. Yeah, yeah but they've been hanging out. I yeah. mean, we all hang out. I think it's just a cultural thing that kids want to experience. True. Fair. And they're going to go to a place that's open. And there's few places in the world right now that are as open as Florida. And is, this, and is this like their Woodstock? What do you mean? Like Woodstock was just, it's like this moment you need to be a part of. This is spring break during COVID in Miami, the only place that's open on the beach. Let's all just fucking hang yeah. out and get wild. Well, yeah, I think, I think maybe, man, I, I think what, what it is, is like, I think we're getting a glimpse into what post-corona America is going to be like. Yeah, I think you're right when you because say that, yeah. People are done with the quarantine. Yeah. They're done with lockdowns. They're over it. Even if they know there's potential that could kill their family members or they could be killed themselves, they're, they've reached their limit. I think everybody has yeah. a limit. You know, you yeah. can only hold people back so much before they start to revolt, you yeah. know. Uh, 
So they went to a place where they could party, and then Miami shut that shit down. They said 8 p.m. curfew. All the restaurants, I think, got to close at 7.30. This is in South Beach specifically, right? Yeah. Which is kind of dumb because then they just spill over into, like, Wynwood. Yeah. Right? And they spin over, spill over to these other areas, and right. now they're going to be absolutely fucking crazy. But, like, there were girls, like, riding on top of fucking Lamborghinis. Wild, like, dog. Working with their pussies out and shit like that. People And she was Freak Nick, yo. It was Freak Nick, bro. Yeah. It was Freak. I think only black people are on spring break this year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see no white people. Do you see white people out there spring break? Yeah, there was some white people, but their spring break was the week before. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm telling you. You're saying black people are even late to spring break. <laughs> <laughs> there's two spring breaks. Yeah. Like there's a black there's, spring break? Nah, like you told me, like uh, middle America is a week before oh, yeah, that is the coast. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like Midwestern schools will do it earlier because it's cold. And so like they're like, yeah, go to the beach or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. That's how they used to do it. And for some reason, they kept the same schedule, even though everyone's at home. Yeah. Okay, so everybody's out here. They're wild, and they're like, they're not even going. They're like going to restaurants, not paying, running out. Did you see and, anything? I mean, I just saw these videos that were crazy, and I saw my. I went to this boxing match. I want to talk about that later. But I went to this boxing match this 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 weekend, and my coach, the guy who trains me, shouts to Donato. He lives, I guess, in South Beach, and it took him four hours to get from the boxing match back home. Damn. People were driving off the highway onto the grass and then onto, I guess, other highways. Yeah. Like, did you see videos of that? That was the craziest thing. Wild. I'm not talking about there's a little patch of grass on the side of the highway, which is there's zero gradient. They were driving down the gradient. The fuck? (laughs) It was insane. Because it was just bumper to bumper locked down. And the cops were like restricting a lot of access to certain streets to prevent people from coming to South Beach. It was just creating like crazy backup. You were there for that or no, you were no, just I reading just about I saw that from videos as well. Like I saw just cops just blocking off a whole highway yeah. so you can't go towards South Beach. I mean and it's like the it was just bumping a bump. Son, Ubers yeah. were crazy expensive. Like that even when Winwood that same night, it was Saturday night, it yeah. people were going nuts, bro. Yeah. You think the bars are happy? Like getting crazy. They're happy, money? but they're concerned. I asked one. What and I was like, it? So this is good for you. He they're like He's like, it's good, but like, we need to get security. Like, yeah, they it, know what time. You're is. one bad interaction away from everything going to shit. Right. Because it's gonna be like spring break is is fucking, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all these kids are so drunk. They're all cocaineed up. They're not even thinking about their actions at all. They're really there to like let loose. I remember myself on yeah. spring break. Like I was a wild ass boy. Like just stealing shit for no fucking reason. And like, you had access oh. to partying <laughs> every week. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you steal? You get so white about it. I just it. steal like, shit. Why, why yeah. do you do that? I don't know if there's a cool mug. Or something like that. Like I just steal shit with it was dumb to steal. Like it's if like, I'm drinking out of like a mug. Steal? Why not just twerk on a cop car? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, You're gonna break the law. Do it like sexy. Yeah, yeah I guess you're right. I need to learn how to be more uh, <laughs> felonious. Yeah, <laughs> but in a sexy way. Okay. Uh, so basically, I guess what I'm wondering right now is like, is this what Corona's gonna be? Or this is what life is going to be after Corona? Like, I, think I think it's going to be some level of this. excited to like it's get out. It's yeah. going to be the wildest, the craziest summer we've ever seen, probably. Yeah. This shit is going to But be. is it the summer? And then when is it? And how are they going to play it? Because motherfuckers are ready to go. Like, if this is Florida, and obviously these are people coming from other places, but yeah. it seems like the places they're coming from have to be locked down So because this is the behavior when they come to freedom. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen in New York? New York is going to be nuts. Let's go. I, I'm, oh, I'm one of these people that. who, like, if I own a nightclub... In New York, I'm trying my hardest to ride it out until then. Yeah. Because that shit is going to be packed. So here's the thing. All these nightclubs close. All these going out dancing party places are closed. We're going to have less places to go and way more people 
that want to go. Yes. So the places that are open are going to make a fucking killing. You know who else can make a lot of money? Security. I'll charge whatever the fuck I feel like. You could have it or you could not. Yeah. This shit is like gas when there was a terrorist attack. Everybody's (laughs) like, you don't know if you're getting more of this. (laughs) This is a supply limited. But it is interesting, right? Like to see all these people just going fucking berserk. They need it. Yeah. That's the th- I wonder if people are going more crazy or if there's just a higher concentration of kids. You know what I mean? Like I think it's both. I think it's both. because there's fewer places to go, they're just all coming Dude, here. Think about what did n- we do when we came down here, yo? <laughs> went to Poppy the first Stick. night. First night we, we just went, went to the ahead. most compact closed restaurant that we could. Yeah. And and your bitch ass got COVID. Stood at the bar. <laughs> you got COVID. We stood at the bar with other people. Like that was the policy of the restaurant. The restaurant went and they were like, "Hey, can you just stand in that crowd?" Like, <laughs> like, we went from social distancing in New York like if you don't wear a mask on the street these old white bitches are going murder to walk yeah. into a restaurant and their their policy was we don't have your table ready could you stand in a horde with other people yeah. and drink with your mask off Hell yeah. they didn't say take your mask they didn't say keep your mask on they go go by the bar where you could drink yeah. and be maskless yeah. <laughs> it's crazy but also we're coming from New York like all like there are some of these kids that are come from the Midwest, coming from Alabama or some shit. But they like, probably can't party like they used to party in college. So they don't have that outlet. That's that true. pressure release ball, belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's all just built up and now it's the biggest party they've been to in their lives. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna go fucking berserk. And yeah. COVID hit right around spring break last year. So, so they a all lot got of spring, spring break, break got canceled. canceled. So this I remember is like that. pent up spring break energy right now going on. Yeah, that's, Yo, that's true. Point. There's a lot of the college kids who were like, oh man, I'm not going to get my spring break. Because yeah. when you think about it, if you spring break in America, you got to be 21. Mm. Wait, what do you mean? Mm. For the most part, motherfuckers are not taking a flight, getting a hotel to yeah. maybe be able to go to the bar. I was 17, 18 in Cancun going wild. <laughs> but that's why I said America. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like if, you, if you're going to go down for Florida, you probably got to have ID. Yeah. And they're way more strict nowadays than they were when we were kids where you could like fake your little ID and shit. Now you got to insert your ID into some piece of yeah. technology. You could just be any Indian so hand sorry. another ID to another. Person. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know. Dead ass. Every Indian would just trade IDs and they'd just get and in. And they just that's get in like that. That's fine. Dead ass. But my point is like motherfuckers are out here, bro. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I don't know, there's, it sucks that they're tearing up Miami. I don't like that. But I am excited at the enthusiasm to party amongst, like, the general public. Like, it's cool to me that people want to be out. They want to be around each other. And the second things open up, we're going to get back to normal. Oh, yeah. Because that was, I guess, a little bit of the fear. is like, how much of this lingers? Like, you know, the people go, is this what life's going to be? Are we not going to want to be around people? Are we going to be social distance forever? Are we going to have our masks on? And this just proves that the second the government says you don't got to wear the mask, the second the government says you don't got to social distance, the second the government says you could go out to the bar, the shit is going to be jam-packed. Like, yeah. if, if China's planning to release another virus... Do it day one of the opening because everybody going to get infected. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. they got another one cooking up in a lab right there and you yeah. want to shut shit down again, day one uh-huh. is yeah. going to look like Miami was. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that shit was wild. But also, how boring are we that there's, like, fucking Woodstock happening in Miami and no one saw it at all? 
So once the gunshots <laughs> happened, I'm, I was good, bro. Oh, I'm 36. Though. I'm so good. <laughs> so we just thought a boat, living it up. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. doing it. Bro, we should have had spring break. That's, boat. that's how rich people party. Let's just get on the water away from the poor people. <laughs> Let <laughs> them have their little fun. <laughs> we, 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 took, we took a boat that's out real VIP. for Al's birthday. Wish, yeah. wish Al happy birthday. Everybody. Sorry, I missed it, buddy. Love you, man. Love and um, I guys don't want to be part of shit. <laughs> be out of so, town. Yeah. I asked him to come to Nashville with us this weekend. Wow. Nashville. Shows. Yo, Nashville. We added here. another show Saturday. So, shows, I see. Yo, think? go get tickets to that, by the way, if it's still available. I don't know if it is, but do that right now. Uh, if you couldn't get tickets to the other shows. But he don't even want to come, bro. He never want to hang out, dude. Why not? I got to go. I'm going go to the where? Northeast. Going to the Northeast. What does that mean? The, the Northeast. Northeast. Like, that's how you know yeah. you got to do some cryptic. super oh, cuck why'd shit. Why'd you do that? That's how you do <laughs> like, yeah. some super Stupid cuck shit, shit when you just describe the region of America. Yeah. <laughs> that mean the Northeast. I'm like, I'm not from second... America. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, the Northeast. You can get specific. Oh, yeah. You're not speaking to some fucking Scandinavian. Yeah. Where in the Northeast you got to go? I'm getting my second vaccine. Oh, why don't you say that? I know. <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't seem like I'm just going to the Northeast. But who says that? I'm going to the Northeast. Like, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to the Southwest. It's also way I'm more expensive. Miami Southwest. You're from the Northeast. Yeah. Like, you grew up in the Northeast. But, but you, you left, so I don't, know if, I don't know if you understand don't how it works that. anymore. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really go back. Like, it's like a vague, you know what I mean? It's like a vague region to you. I'm going to the you. Northeast. That's what people that are from like shitty countries when they just say the biggest one next <laughs> yeah. to them. That's what you just did to me. Yeah. yeah. You just didn't want to say you're going to get your vaccine again? Yeah. What day are you going to get your vaccine? Friday. Why Friday? Because I want to make sure I hit both podcasts, whether they're doing Wednesday or Thursday. So Friday. Damn, bro. I got wow. that point. All right. Wow. Motherfuckers still don't want to come to Nashville. Yeah. Does, we're, we're, <laughs> we're there the whole weekend. Hey, so the we're, fuck? we're there hey, the, the whole weekend. Boys. You can get your little shot and yeah. hop on a plate to hit us. That Trump might happen. Coming. That you might happen. Mean? Everybody's coming. Let me yeah. see how I feel like at this vaccine. If I'm right. feeling all right, we on a plane. Well, you better tell Nashville's me. I'm so fun. I can cancel the huh? fuck out of this opener. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll just show up and bump him if I show up, but don't worry about it. Man, let me let me. Why tell do you need you the something. second vaccine? Why do I need the second shot? Are you afraid people are gonna get you sick? I mean, you for one. No, yeah. I'm good. You, you got some nerves. So. <laughs> you got right. some fucking nerves. Can't so. get it. What do you? You mean? can. No, the first shot is like ninety percent effective. Hold on a second. Keep you going on this. Why shit. wouldn't you just get the second shot though? Because Nashville. I'm, I'm going, tired. Going to I'm Kid tired. Rocks. I'm tired of motherfuckers not. Showing up to open for the fucking shit. What up, man? Yo, this is your last chance. <laughs> this is your last chance. We're live on the podcast right now. This is Joey Avery. Joey? What's up, Joey? Hey, Joey. Where you want me and when? And I what was that shit? Yo, yo. What, what, what was that shit? I was trying to think. Career. Career Detrimental or some shit like that. Career ending decision. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So, Joey. Yes. Do you want to come to Nashville this weekend and open in Nashville this weekend? A thousand percent. Okay, now what is your excuse as to why you can't do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I will be there. A hundred percent. All right, good. But what if Akash comes? Well, if Akash comes, you're just going to sit there with your fucking Down syndrome head and watch <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'll bring my Down syndrome neck. I'll bring all my chromosomes, <laughs> and I'm ready to <laughs> All right, bet. So we'll see you there. We're going to be there Friday, so make sure you're there Friday. Okay? All right. I'll be there Friday. All right, bye. Who's Joy Avery? See how easy that was, Akash? See how easy that was? You don't was? got a vaccine to get? No, nah, I, I asked him to come to two different places. I yeah. like him. He's a funny guy. And he's a good hang, too. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he's like, oh, I can't do this for this thing. And I yeah. called him the next week and asked. And he's like, dude. He's like, uh, what exactly you say? He's like, uh, he's like, dude, if I can't do this, is it over for me? Like, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but yeah, man. What about Akash? Is it over for him? Yeah, it's he, over for Akash, man. Akash on, snubbed dude. you three times now. Uh, I just texted him, you're blowing it. <laughs> the worst texting yet. Akash, why don't you ever want to hang out with the boys on the road, man? I'll go, bro. Let me get this vaccine and then I'm coming. You're, no, but you are generally concerned, genuinely concerned because you've heard people say that the second dose will make you sick. And you got sick from the first dose. Yeah. And I've heard that shit from people that it's usually the second one that makes second you sick. Second one I heard gets you harder. And I got you. <laughs> Wait, what? The first, the first <laughs> dose got me sick. We're at the heat game. And yeah. I was talking to Mark like. I'm fucking dying right now, bro. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to just leave this a hang, but I'm in bad shape. Yeah, that's a good point. Last time Akash tried to hang, he had full-blown fucking vaccine reaction. Yeah. Them corona-sniffing dogs, I don't trust. Because Mark had just beat corona. And you, I had the don't vaccine. Don't say beat corona. Why are your, we saying beat corona, bro? I didn't die. Yeah, you're right. You still probably nah. got it. You didn't yeah, beat it. Exactly. Yeah, you didn't beat it. Bro, I got over from being You still can't smell. You still can't no, taste. No, I'm bad. Like, I can smell. When did nah. you start smelling? He's a long hauler, right? I was smelling right? like a week ago. I think he's a long hauler, He's a long hauler. Nah. Yeah, look at his hat. Yeah. He's definitely a long hauler. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's We're an 18-wheel haul, yeah. I was like, fish is long Nah, I think he's a long hauler, dude. he's a long hauler. he might be a long hauler. He can't taste. He told me. Everything's affected. I can taste. And I can taste spicier food now. I can my tolerance for spicy food's gone. Because yeah, because you can't taste yeah, anymore. Exactly. And I don't have tinnitus either, like that one dude. Texas Road. <laughs> that killed yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm killing it, bro. I didn't beat anything. All right, Fine. talking about people that should kill themselves. Do you think Kylie Jenner should kill her <laughs> <laughs> for her donation to her friends GoFundMe? Uh, this is a tricky thing with being rich. You can't help nobody publicly if you don't do the whole thing. <laughs> I'm saying, bro, you know that's her mistake is posting to try to get like if she just gave the money on the low and let them talk about it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Kylie Jenner paid all this money. Blah blah blah. But the second she was like, "Hey, I gave you know fifty cents for me or whatever. Can y'all give a significant more amount of money?" But yeah. it's also not fully fair because apparently their goal I'll was be like looking through GoFundMe's if it's like a friend of mine to see how cheap. People I know are <laughs> <laughs> like, like I remember there was one for the seller. Hey, if you see a dollar from anonymous, that's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was one for the seller. Somebody had, I forget who needed some shit. The seller, maybe somebody died, and I was looking through, mm -hmm. and I was looking to see how much, and I was like, let me see how cheap these rich motherfuckers. Are <laughs> you judging the rich ones though, right? And I'm looking through, and I think Amy Schumer. I got to Amy Schumer, and I was like wanting to hate, and she dropped like twenty grand on it, and I was like. All right, bitch. <laughs> hey, you good. You good today. <laughs> you good today. You joke stealing ass bitch. You might as well put that money to good use. <laughs> she donated to the guy she stole jokes from. She's like, here you go. You can have it back. <laughs> oh, my God. Nah. Uh, but yeah, man. She So the, the story is that... Akash, can you break down the so story? So from what I understand, it, she had a makeup artist that she stopped working with in like 2015. He got in a car accident. But he's still close friends with her current makeup artist. Mm. So she was trying to help them out and she just posted about it. And the initial goal, I, th I think, was like $10,000. Gotcha. And she gave five and that put them over the top of their goal. So she got them to the, to the goal. But then everybody kept coming to the page. And so the family, which I can't really, it's funny, but I can't really blame them, was like, we might as well raise the fucking goal. I mean, people are coming. <laughs> wow. So they raised it to 60000 and now she looks cheap as fuck with her $5,000 donation. Oh, so they fucked her over. I think that's, yeah. Uh, I mean, TMZ, I think, was the article I read, but I could also see them wanting to maintain a good relationship with the Kardashians. They must have raised it again because it's at 120. Is it really? Right now. There you go. So, that's, yeah, that's they'd be the raising it. Right now. 
All right, see, that's that's interesting. Yeah. that's Now there's more context, because everybody who's absolutely shitting all over Kylie yeah. on the internet, because like, oh, you only gave 5000 when you know their goal is 75000 or whatever. Yeah. But also, didn't Kylie like pump it? She was like, yo, if you guys can donate, donate to this. Yeah. She did pump it, but she also met the goal. Right. So she's like, she's going, oh, this is all you need. I got you. I'm going to pay for your medical bills. Yeah. They're saying, they're basically like, my medical bills are ten grand, yeah. right? So she's like, Ah, there you go. It's paid yeah. for. And now people are criticizing her on the internet for not paying the amount that they need yeah. after they manipulated the amount that they need yeah. so they can get more nah. money in. But the fact that she posted the GoFundMe on the Before page. Before we that- talk about this anymore, your family didn't move the amount for the GoFundMe, did they? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure. <laughs> the fact that she said, hey, people, go to the GoFundMe, that means the, the money wasn't met yet. The amount wasn't met yet. No, uh, just because the money's met doesn't mean that you can't continue to get more. But uh, the family probably went, well, if it's met, then motherfuckers ain't going to donate. But yeah. if it looks like we need some more money, uh, that's why every good deed goes, what is it? No good, no good deed, deed goes, goes unpunished. unpunished, man. Isn't that fucked up? She did the right thing. Here I am about to trash this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> when she did the right thing, you need to get to a certain amount. I yeah. got you because that's what it costs to fix your fucking leg or whatever it is. Yep. And all of a sudden when motherfuckers start donating, your leg needs more fixing. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I got to pay that your disability? That should be illegal, bro. No, that's fucked up. That is nah. fucked up. I still think it's fucked up because if he was the makeup artist that took her from ugly to how she looked when she was 18. That was surgeons, dog. Wasn't no makeup. Nah, and also nah, it was 2015. It was a... That's 2015. True. She got rid of that motherfucker when she glowed up. Uh, now, how old is she right now? That's, I think. 23 years old in 19 days. In the- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. So now, five- how old is she? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Let me check. She's 23, 23 is a, you're a creep. <laughs> 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 As a, of June third, nineteen. <laughs> no, but that's what's crazy is that means if she if she was working with him back then, mm-hmm. she was under eighteen. Yeah, maybe Tiger didn't like her. You know what I mean? Nah, maybe that's all but it was. she had a biggest My glow up when she was working with him. Raping me doesn't like you, so I have to move on. Yeah. I don't know. She had the whoa, biggest whoa, glow up whoa, when she was raping me. You putting that on Tiger? <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah. Come on, they son. They weren't having sex or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, come bro. On, Why would you even say that? It's bro? Tiger, right? Tiger's <laughs> chilling, bro. He's just dicking down. Yeah, Yo, you're right. I'm sorry, Tiger. Yeah. You think that big old dangling gonna fit in an underage girl? Come on, dude. I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry, bro. I took a shot unnecessarily for, this guy's a, for a cheap laugh. <laughs> <laughs> cheap laugh. Yeah, you know who else is cheap? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, now I feel bad for Kylie, man. She's a victim, the right dude. Thing, bro. Nah. She's a victim. Though. I see it both ways, where it's like, if she were you to would, donate. Would, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, 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 if go. she were to donate 60000 that's like like one fraction, like tiny fraction of her net worth. So she could just meet it and be like, whatever. Assuming that they didn't move the goalposts and the whole deal. Yeah. But at the same time, I also don't like when people criticize rich people for not donating enough. Because it's like, you can donate that percentage of your net worth. You know what I mean? When people are like, oh, Jeff Bezos can donate all this money to stop hunger in America. Yeah. It's like, you could donate 5% of your net worth. To feed a homeless guy, but you don't do that. That's a good argument. You know what I mean? That's a good like, argument. So it too. bugs me when people criticize. You're just people. offloading your guilt. 
Yeah, exactly. Like when yeah. people criticize rich people yeah. for not doing enough, it's like you can do five percent of what you have. Yeah, like, but you don't do that. But you are expecting this guy to do five percent of what he has. Some people might make the argument that like he has more money than there are things to buy. Right. Yeah. So like that percentage is a little bit different. But mm -hmm. whatever. That's I, fair. But I, it doesn't exonerate saying. you from having it done. You can, exactly. Yeah. One hundred percent. I just feel like if they move the goalposts, she's getting all this shit. And they, they owe her an apology. Like, cause she's the only reason that they're getting a hundred something thousand yeah. dollars in, right? hundred percent. This poor girl. That's why if you're rich, you can't fucking help people, man. Mm. You gotta do it quietly. You really gotta do it. And you gotta be careful who you help. Like, like our, our boy Abdi was trying to get me to like donate money to get this Somali dude from Somalia yeah. into Turkey to get a fucking like a uh, liver transplant or some shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, bruh, 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 bruh. Do you know who they are? And then it's like, my mom saw him on TikTok. And I'm like, buddy, I can't donate thousands of dollars to a random Somali group. And then it comes out later, it's a fucking terror organization. They use that shit to blow up a fucking grocery store. And now I'm the person that funded blown up the grocery store. Right. I need more than just a TikTok video to verify right. that this thing is legit. What if it's just pirates? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd actually like yeah. to sponsor a pirate, so, bro. Yeah. Owning like a pirate. You want to give the pirates some booty? Yeah. 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 I don't know booty. why they don't do that for those like commercials where they show all the kids and like like where you can like <laughs> donate money. Where just have like, a little fucking pirate yeah. standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't write me a letter. Just be like, ar. Like, <laughs> I want an audio of you going. Ar. Yeah. I don't want in the arms of an angel. You know what I mean? I want to row your boat or something. Like, <laughs> row actually, your boat. I like the idea that like they're criminals. Like they're doing you know fucked up shit on the seas. But it don't seem that bad. Like, do people die with the pirate ship shit? Yeah. I don't ah. think they die. Because we don't bro. know any. We don't know anybody that's on sea like that. And nobody cares. Son, if you get your die. boat robbed, you're a bitch. <laughs> Yo, if you get your whole boat robbed, you're yeah. a bitch. Yeah. Somebody pulls up a little skiff. You got some Somalis on the back of it kicking their legs mad hard to get it to catch up to your ass. And then they steal all the containers on your boat. Yeah. I can't wait till he buys a boat. I know. Because like, you know that time is coming. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And you're going to buy a boat. Hey, boats are the shit. <laughs> nah, boats are. Hold on. Shout out. We got to shout out the company that took uh, us out, man. Shout out our boy Robert, bro. Yeah, Robert Taylor. Shout out Robert Taylor. Yo, shout out Robert Taylor. Robert Taylor is Downtown out here. Downtown Exotic in Miami. Rentals. Downtown underscore exotic underscore rentals. They have. Some amazing boats. If you're in Miami, you want to take a boat out. This is a, a, a plug that we do 100% supportive of. This guy was absolutely amazing. Took us all out for Alex's B-Day. Yeah. We had an incredible time. Amazing boat. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Bro. And, uh, yeah. yo, thank you so much, Robert. He's a fan you're of the fucking party. Man. He's, he's, yeah. a, fan of, he's yo, a, listen, an asshole. Asshole Army provides. I'm telling you, we always try to keep the asshole over here. So if you are coming to Miami or going to any other city, shout to the assholes. See if they got anybody in the city that can help you out with what you need to do. Telling you, Robert got it locked down. We're on that fucking boat. Yeah. And... I don't know how expensive maintaining boats are and all that kind of shit, but there is something about being on a boat, and I don't understand why, but every second of it feels purposeful. Mm. You're, you're not doing nothing different than what we're doing right now. But you're going somewhere. You're going somewhere? You don't know where you're going. You're going somewhere. You're going in circles. No, and you're, then you're going you somewhere. stop. You put the anchor down, and it's still fun. Yeah, you're taking a break from going somewhere. Mark, you're not saying anything? <laughs> yeah, no. But you're right, but That's you're not saying. saying anything. It's like we're on a boat. Why the <laughs> fuck is the boat so entertaining? Yeah, I don't know. Please explain this to me. I felt relaxed the one time I was on a boat, but that's it. Oh, you weren't with us again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you left us again? You wouldn't yeah. hang out with us again? Yeah, y'all should be seeming too high, like high intensity. You Mark, wouldn't go on a boat? I'd... <laughs> I was Hold on, you wouldn't go on a boat, bro? What do you mean you wouldn't go on a boat? 
What are we doing on this boat? Oh my gosh. Bro, we play dominoes. We play Uno for like hours. Yo, dude, I'll take back my invitation for Nashville. Where? <laughs> I'm uh, no. No. It's because it's not the top of a train. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you would go. That's on... purposeful. Yeah, we go. Now you're going somewhere. Now that's, you go? that's exciting. You can, you can you only go one. Part of the sandlot, you yeah. would be in another part of the sandlot. Uh -huh. Bro, we see in the sand. <laughs> what's the here? difference? Exactly. It's a lot. It's poor that's here. Why it's called it's the, poor here. That's why it's called the sand lot. It's a lot. To it's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. I can see all of it. Mm. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. All I'm trying to say is this boat shit, I don't understand why it's so much fun. It makes zero sense to me, but it is. Yeah. You're just hanging out talking. We didn't even do anything. Try to do a backflip. That was the highlight of my life. But like, what <laughs> the fuck is so fun about it? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like it's rich. Like it just like. Are you pretending to thing? be rich? Is that the idea? Yeah, I think so. But you're pretending to be rich in like a safe environment because if I was on. Actually, no. When I'm on like a, a rich person's boat, I don't feel comfortable. I feel like it's fun. I'm on a boat. Yes. But sometimes when I'm in like rich environments, I feel like an imposter. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to use the silverware. I don't know how to like yeah. behave or whatever like that. Yeah. I think I'm doing something wrong the whole fucking time. I don't feel that way on a boat. Yeah. It's the water. Because you're not surrounded by other richer people, are you? That's what I'm saying. But even on another richer person's boat, really? I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Really? No. Also, if I think a boat's like a nightclub, like you got to be invited on. You know what I mean? Like you can't just. Oh, we we got the table. We got a table. We yeah, bought a yeah. table. Yeah, it's not really. What do you mean? You're like paying rent the for boat. the experience. Yeah, so you have to like it's like a nightclub. You have to like pay to be in a nightclub, pay to get the table, and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm flexing. I'm doing my thing. You have to be invited onto the boat or pay to be on a boat. I would hope that it's not just the flex. Bro. No, no, no. Because rich it's, people I'm got boats you, still. It's something about the water. There's just just like go, just like going to the beach. You don't do shit at the beach, but you could be there all day and all having a great day. day doing I'm nothing. Telling you, it's the water. That's why I need to live by water. I need to see it from my window. It just makes me feel good. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because some of you thirsty motherfuckers need to stay hydrated. Yeah. Hydration is key. It is key for life. Okay, if you can go without food for how long? A month. Yep. Okay? You can Gandhi. go without water for five days. Yep. And you're fucking dead. Yep. You need water more than anything. Yep. Okay? You need hydration more than anything. And just because you're having a little water here, a little water there, doesn't mean that you're actually hydrated. It doesn't mean your body's actually functioning. Yep. You could be putting shitty fuel into your system, and now you're not getting the output you deserve, and we're going to fix all that right the fuck now. Liquid IV... One serving of liquid IV provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water alone. Take that in. If you're one of those people like Alex who just hates drinking water, he's got to force himself to drink water. He literally has an alarm that he sets so that he drinks water. Imagine you could get one single serving that was three times the amount of water that you usually drink. Mm. That's a no-brainer right there. It contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana, healthier than the sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. It's made with clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. What makes liquid IV so effective? I'll tell you. Cellular transport technology. Okay, do you know what that is? Me neither. But basically, <laughs> the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium that delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. It's the perfect balance to help you hydrate 
more quickly and effectively than water alone. You know why okay? I'm excited about this? Why because we're all going to be using it. We're all working out more. This keeps you more hydrated. And now the shows are opening up and you're on planes, that dehydrates the fuck out of you. Yeah. So you just keep taking liquid IV instead of like popping airborne every day or whatever the fuck, and you're good. Wow. All your vitamins, you're hydrated, you're taken care of. Now look, one stick of liquid IV is 16 ounces of water can give you as much hydration as two to three bottles of plain no brainer water okay liquid iv is on a mission to change the world the company is donating four million servings in response to covid19 products are being donated to hospitals first responders food banks veterans and active military liquid iv is donated over 10 million servings globally i mean this is a no-brainer to countries that don't have access to a lot of water oh absolutely you get three times the amount for each one that's brilliant yep anyway Grab your strawberry liquid IV or their other grape flavors in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code flagrant at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code flagrant at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code flagrant. Now let's get back to the show. We have a friend that has... Maybe we just found out the weirdest fear that I've ever heard so, in my entire life. A fear of whales. <laughs> like to the point where we can't even say the word whale. Yeah. <laughs> so, she don't even like that word said. It makes her feel that uncomfortable. Won't go swimming in the ocean. Not because she's not a great swimmer. She's an amazing swimmer. But is afraid there might be whales in the ocean. Is she afraid of sharks? Not at all. <laughs> just whales. Yeah, I don't I've been, know, bro. son. I've been trying to figure it out. Like, like Sea World. Like she watched Blackfish and she's like, "Fuck yeah, yo! <laughs> Fuck that bitch!" Doesn't motherfucker yo, yeah. doesn't mind killer whales. Yeah, yeah, doesn't mind killer whales. It's <laughs> like the belugas, the blue whales, like a big whale, yeah. big whale. So I thought it was like maybe the size bothers, but it's not the size. It's just like the unknown, and then just this big creature. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I never. I heard thought it was a weird traumatic fear. situation. That's odd. Just what got touched by a fat guy? Maybe something like that. So there's some sort of whale experience she had in her life I think that so. has triggered this sensation. I think so. Now, you promised that you wouldn't take her whale watching. <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> that uh, for the sake of content. It might be funny if we went out on a boat again and it just so happened I mean, that there were some whales. <laughs> you're the comedian? Yes. So if you arranged this, that would be hilarious. Now, <laughs> another thing, is there a fake whale type thing that we could do? Like uh, some sort of like scuba diving thing? You know how you can have like a shark fin and yeah, trick people yeah. into yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. you're a shark? Is there a version of that sure. where we can be on the boat and then all of a sudden it looks like a whale is swimming? I'm sure that's boat. possible. If that's possible, <laughs> it's worth any amount of money to do it. I'm oh sure that's my possible. God. Yeah. 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 Submarine. You get a submarine. Uh, I don't know how much a submarine is to rent, but that's it. a super flex. Fuck a boat, bro. Yeah, Pull up on these boats in a sub. Yeah. Just have the, the, what's it called, pop out? The periscope uh-huh. out there. The periscope? What yeah. y'all doing, poor motherfuckers? You <laughs> stay above the water? <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Someone fart. Let me out of here. <laughs> have they figured that out in submarines? Just smell? Oh, they got to smell. No, they smell. I'm sure they smell. Oh. Just like yeah. a boxing gym. Yeah. Have you That's, ever been in a boxing gym? Yeah, yeah, dog. That's an awful life, the submarine. Yeah. You just, you're in like that little tight ass thing. You just can't come up. Some dudes are in it for like six months at a time. 
Uh, I'm claustrophobic, dog. I can never. And there's one little pod where they get to go up and like get a fresh breath of air. Yeah, and if they go mad low and it's dark, you're literally just looking out the window. It's just black sea. Uh, Yeah, and the ocean scares me. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, like it's just mad shit down there. You don't know what's going on. You you afraid of whales? (laughs) (laughs) You You afraid of whales? You got any fear of whales? You know what? I guarantee you, there's some shit bigger than whales. You get deep enough in that ocean, you're just like, what the fuck am I looking? Giant squid. Giant squids. Bro, talking about whales. The NCAA women. uh, (laughs) I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> the NCAA uh, women's tournament is also going on. Yeah. Not like anybody would know, but yeah. they. Uh, Did you ask? I don't know if you've seen this. You what, know if I've seen it. What? What? The NCAA women's tournament. Oh yeah, my bad. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I assume too much. Yeah. The uh, they they went viral on TikTok because they uh, allocated a section of I guess the hotel where they're yeah. holding the bubble. There's right. a bubble for the tournament, and um, they had one rack of dumbbells as their whole gym. Yeah. And the men had like an entire conference room, all these different weight stations, this, that, the other. And of course, everybody went crazy about it. And, you know, all like the uh, super, super right wing dudes were like, well, why don't you make some money? And then you get a gym <laughs> worth the amount of money you're making. Yeah. Right? yeah. And uh, I don't know. Obviously, the left wing people were going, this is a travesty. This is super sexist. Yeah. This, that, the other. What are your thoughts? It's a little fucked up to just have one set of weights for I don't know how many women. Isn't it more fucked up to have just the one set of weights? What, just not have weights? Yeah, just don't have a gym. And then just have one gym for everybody? No, just have a gym for the guys and then just be like, we thought you guys didn't work out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah, that yeah. is less sexist than going, oh, they needed some 25s. Yeah, you complete ignorance that way. Complete ignorance is way better. But somebody goes, the women need a gym. And then somebody else on the board goes, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just take those fives and tens, yeah, everything covered in plastic that's colored purple, and then drop it over there for the chicks. Like, I, to me, that's the worst part, yeah, yeah. is that they made it this one little triangle stand. Yeah. I hope you can bring up the picture. I don't know if it's yeah, possible. Yeah, see if you can find it, because I a, need to see it's it. It's a little triangle stand. You know the ones where, obviously, it starts with oh, the lowest. Oh, that's all it is. Oh, my God. It's the Zumba class the weights. Zumba class weights. Yo. Now, they are black. They are black, the weights, but that same stand. Oh, my God. So that's what's the most offensive about it. Not like, oh, look, it's different. Like, clearly, women know that they don't make as much money as the men. Yeah. And Male sports supports the entire, especially male, you know, male basketball supports the entire like sports program at yeah. the university, not yeah. just the women's, but basketball, the men's stuff too. Men's basketball and football float every other sport. Every if if you're if you do rowing or if you do like equestrian or whatever the other fucking shit they have, look at this right here. This is <laughs> absolutely so. To the left of the guys' gym, and to oh the right is what the girls got, dude. They oh got a folding God. table, and then. I don't know how many total weights. One, two, three, four, five, six, twelve total dumbbells. Oh my <laughs> also, god! Also, they must make enough money to get more than that. Like they like, don't. I think they lose money. I, I do. But think- like even like my at my high school, like the girls' basketball team was able to use a gym. You know uh-huh. what I mean, like a hundred percent. Just have one gym. <laughs> well, there's a COVID thing, right? And here's the thing. Let's assume the COVID thing is is real and blah, blah, blah. There's precautions in order to even get this thing insured. You need to have the separation, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Who fucking knows? Who cares? Uh, the fact that somebody made the decision that this was enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. We need to find out who made that decision. And I guarantee you, 
It was a woman. Probably. Because <laughs> really? no oh. guy could make that. No guy with his career and life on the line could make that decision on behalf of women. No yeah. guy is going to go, yeah, all they need is some dumbbells. Yeah. If you're living in this era of like sexism is horrendous and the worst possible thing that you can do, stop woman hate. Yeah. Right. If you're living in that. There's no way you're going to make a decision that that's enough. That will cost you your job. That will cost you your fucking job. I guarantee you. So whether you, or not you care about women's equality or whatever, you, you're thinking to yourself, I can't get fired over this shit. Let's get them something. Yeah. You can't be maybe not as good as the guys, but let's get them something. It can't be this big of a fucking discrepancy. Yeah. yeah. So now nah, it might have been. That's a good I point. I think it was a chick. What? Did, it, you, did you look it up? I'm looking at more stuff, and they got them yoga mats. Yeah. That, that that's the only thing they should have had is just some yoga mats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. A Pilates machine. Yeah. No, elliptical. Yeah, but elliptical. A little I space mean, for their cell phone while they talk on the elliptical. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? There is a human being that made that decision. They are quiet as fuck right now, bro. Oh, my God. And they are God. protecting that person. Yeah. We should know who the fuck made it because it's hysterical. It's Don't you want to just talk to them and be like, what were you thinking? What were you really thinking? Because also, he knows girls only squat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you know about women's fitness, like, yeah. they're not doing upper body. They're just squatting. That's another thing. Like, even basketball players, male basketball players, are really not doing that much, like, weight exercise. Like, Jordan in the last dance, he was like, oh, I'm bulking up. I'm putting all this weight. You still want your touch. You can't go lift like crazy. Then you're sore as fuck the next day. You're playing three days, especially in a tournament. In an NCAA tournament, how often are you playing? Uh, twice a week, I guess. No, I think you can be playing every day. No, you do no, two rounds game. a weekend. Yeah. Okay. So you do one game on Thursday and one game on Saturday or one game on Friday and one game on Sunday. Okay, fair enough. Up until like championship time. You're playing twice a week. Yes, I guess you could recover in that amount of time, but I don't think you're doing heavy no, legs you, I you think know you got a fucking game coming. Sorry, I think you're flying back to your college for or whatever, and then you go to another city for the next round, like the next weekend. What the fuck do they need the weights for? You need to work out before the game? You need to squat before you go play. Yeah, you could just not have the weights. There should be no weights. Mm. And maybe that was the thinking. They're like, listen, nobody works out during a tournament anyway. What the hell is this? And then this one girl who I guess was going to get a lift in because she gets no fucking playing time. She just needs to get, <laughs> get your cardio on. And then exposes it and blows the whole thing up. Who is lifting before their game? But then don't have even, don't put so much thought into the men's shit. The men's shit looks like a 24-hour fitness. That's yeah, like a good gym. It's official. It's yeah, official. why would you put all that? Yeah, just they made it look too nice. Fuck they the whole made it thing. Look too nice. If they made them all janky and it's just like, hey, everybody looks like shit. Everybody's weight room looks like shit. Put look what we're dealing with. Put in a basket, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's boot camp. You're good to go. Exactly, dude. Yo, here's the worst part is that they actually upgraded the gym. So they got the women like a way nicer gym in like a little like but ballroom I, at the hotel. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. took oh, this yeah. though, right? What? It was after everybody yelled at him. Yeah, it was right? after, but like yeah. that makes it worse because it's acknowledged. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. We were sexist and didn't think you worked and out. And their excuse yeah. was, oh, yeah, we didn't have enough space. But you know who this hurts the most? Now these bitches got to work out. <laughs> now they're going to be all lethargic on the court because they've been squatting all day to prove that they need a fucking gym. Yeah, I guarantee if you got a 24-hour camera on that gym, ain't not a single person in that fucking gym. They're hmm. going in there, taking a little selfie to prove they got a gym, and nobody's using that shit. Yep. Why would you work <laughs> out when you need to maintain yourself for the most important game of your college career, your life so far? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody's... You're going to run a marathon? You're going to run a marathon not. the day before? I'm doing nothing. Nothing. I'm you're relaxing. Nothing. Yeah. Boxers, they stop sparring the week of. They just do light training. You're yeah. not using all this equipment. Yeah. You're making a stink out of nothing. Was it sexist? Yes. Was it so fucking stupid that they didn't just divide the gym evenly? Yes. Were the people that were putting on the event fully aware of the fact that none of them are going to use the equipment? They're going to be playing Xbox in their fucking rooms the entire yep. time? Yes. 
Stop being phony, man. But they just don't do the weight room. That's all you got to do. Why are we spending money, period? Let's just save money and not have a weight room. This is why school costs so much, because you motherfuckers need to be doing squats and, and any other exercise. I don't know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just saying, school got to pay for it. Yeah. We right. got to pay for it. This is us paying for Sally it. Sally Mae got to pay for Sally it, and I'm going to pay her back one day. Fucking duff. <laughs> Fucking duff. Yeah. Welcome back, Truffle. Welcome I, back. Came I in ex- on perfect time. Um, here's something that I saw that I actually have no proof to if it's real or not, but it was going around Twitter, and I've heard a few conversations about this. Male virginity on the rise. Mm. Mm. Yes. You were a virgin most <laughs> yeah, of your life. Most of my life. What are your thoughts? I wish I was born 10 years later. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have seemed so freakish my whole life. I'd have had more friends. No, I don't know if I believe it, but I also can see how you're just, you just have porn all the time. These guys don't know how to talk to girls. They weren't trained to like deal with rejection. You're just like, I'll just jerk off, watch all the porn I want, and I'll chill. But isn't it weird that as it's become monumentally easier to get pussy, meaning like you can literally swipe pussy into your house, right? Yeah. So much easier to meet girls. Like, yeah. The dating app. They'll talk to you first now. They talk to you first. What is the name of that app? Bumble. Again? Bumble, yeah. So it's like, the most terrifying thing about meeting a girl is public humiliation, mm-hmm. at least when we were growing up. Right. It's like getting humiliated in front of your friends. Now they've eliminated public humiliation. Yeah. You get humiliated, but in the privacy of your own phone. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody sees that humiliation. Mm-hmm. You end up connecting with the people that work. It's like, it's baffling to me. As we've made things easier, they've become harder. Like, maybe we shouldn't be making things easier. Maybe we need to work those fucking muscles. And maybe when we let muscles atrophy, mm. we're actually limiting our ability. Like, it worked great for those of us who learned how to get pussy the hard way, mm-hmm. and then it became easier. Right. But and the motherfuckers who never learned the hard way never built up the muscle. Yeah. It's like... You had on ankle weights. You had to hit on girls in real life. Yeah. Then you took off the ankle weights, and now it's just messages online. Shooting fish in a barrel. These motherfuckers got no ankles. They got no ankles. It's yeah. like the... Uh, what do they always say? Like the uh, the son of the king is always going to lose the throne because he never had to earn it yeah, in the okay. first place. Okay. Is that a quote? It's something about like, <laughs> it's like uh, uh, Hippocrates. <laughs> Hippocrates. <laughs> uh, like the king, the king that had to actually win the throne through like war. Uh, he wanted yeah. it. He won it, right? Yeah. Whereas the one who just gets it through nepotism mm. never had to earn it. So he doesn't actually know how. To rule people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just a spoiled little bitch. Right. And I wonder if that's what we're raising, this generation of spoiled little bitches. We thought we were just going to make it easier to get laid, when in reality, they need to put the work in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see it being harder because, one, I think even women are getting way more shallow because now they're just like, have these, oh, if you're not over six foot, don't even swipe on me and shit like that. Oh, shit. And that's COVID. True. And so- Oh, with COVID and shit. shit like that. Now you can't even like go out on dates to meet these. Oh, my God. Al, you just said something super fucking profound. I didn't even think about this. The idea that now that dating apps are purely digital, it is a meat market. Yeah. yeah. And could this be what makes guys start waxing their eyebrows, makes guys start using like 
almost makeup-esque things, like really leaning into their looks in a way women have leaned into their looks because women knew that their looks were currency, at least to meet the opposite sex. So now guys know that the only way I'm going to be able to get laid is if I look good on this app. I need to make sure the meat looks good. If I'm at a grocery store, you know how the vegetables and fruits always look way more delicious when you're in the store because they put the nice lights on it. They're spraying water every once in a while. Are guys going to start leaning into their looks in a way they never had to before because they know that's what it's going to take? And do they start leaning away from their personality? And lean away from their success. They're yeah. like, oh, I could get pussy if I just look good mm. I and not because I'm uh, successful or wealthy and not because I'm necessarily charming. I just have to look. Well, I think you still have to charm the pussy. But you might they st- they might start investing in things that are not the traditional matrix yeah. within the traditional matrix that we used to get laid, which is success. Success. I'm gonna be successful. These girls want to be a successful dude. Okay, we got it. What was now, it saying? You'll lose women. You'll lose money chasing women. You'll never lose women chasing money. Yeah, that's a fire ass thing. Yeah, that's mm. that's a thing that they just used to always say to us. Now might not be so true. <laughs> now, hey, these bitches make more than you anyway. Bro, that's <laughs> crazy. That is crazy, and I wonder if that is the catalyst for guys being super feminine about their looks like we already went through that as i sit here with my legs crossed but like <laughs> we already went through that stage i think where guys start you know we're being critical of of other dudes for being too feminine right metrosexual yeah the metrosexual stage and they're like maybe doing things to manicure themselves in a way that maybe the traditional dude wouldn't support yeah but now i feel like we could enter a stage where they might be starting to use filters and makeup yeah or they go the other way just become full incels which is what this and might also be. Yeah, which they, is and they get angsty and frustrated and pissed off because that's the other thing. I'm reading this article about the male virginity thing, is that they're saying that women's market has increased so much. Like, if you're like a 19, 20 year old girl, like back in the day, your market for who you could have sex with was like your college yeah. community, people in your math class, that sort of thing. Mm. But now you can access 35 year old dudes, like 40 year old dudes at the that bars. Means, like, oh. all of a sudden, you're you're you get to choose. Your pool is so much bigger. Whereas like guys. Like they're they don't necessarily have the choice, and they we have to had pursue. a protected pool. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This was really interesting. I noticed this when I was in college, and there was a sorority fraternity thing, mm-hmm. and there wasn't like an actual statement made, but like the sorority chicks and the fraternity dudes kind of fucked each other. Yeah, and that's, that's who how it always in, was, and that was a structure that was set up for success for both of them. You pick within these different groups. Mm-hmm. The outsiders don't really tap into those groups, and we keep our parties somewhat i guess homogenous for lack of a better word and this way a dude who doesn't have much value in the free market has a lot of value if he's attached to this fraternity that is valuable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah. mm-hmm. it's almost like the hollywood setup yeah. in a way right yeah. i guess all structures no were- that's happening now in hollywood with tiktok content houses those are the it's that's the high Ooh. school so, structure so then you have this situation where a guy could siphon off value from the frat that he was in and mm-hmm. girls i guess could siphon off value from yep. the the sororities that they were in right and ah oh, that's so interesting man yeah but now oh. like if you're pool if you're like a 22 year old girl in college like now you can date the entire world as mm-hmm. a 22 where there wasn't access to the entire world mm-hmm. yes there was if you went to nightclubs and that kind of stuff which they did like girls that were 22 it was not lost upon them that they could date whatever guy that they wanted mm-hmm. i don't think girls just started realizing i can fuck old guys but in terms of access though yeah there was i think there was as much access in terms of um going out to nightclubs i mean that's I who was at nightclubs. All girls went to nightclubs now every girl has these apps i think they would all go to nightclubs now nah, 
You also, think? You get, I, I you know get to see a different side. Would not go out. Late but night. I agree with you. There's definitely more people, and you're not just dealing with night nightclub douchebags. You're dealing with like a guy who's 35. He's yeah. got a good job. Yeah, and he's posting pictures from his car. He's posting pictures of him skiing. You're like, yeah. oh wow, this guy's got this all these is hobbies. Interesting. Mark. He's like, he's mature. He's older. He's got a career. Why am I gonna waste time with this great fucking 22 year old dork? Mm-hmm. These 22 year olds don't have a fucking shot in hell. Unless they're popular on TikTok yeah. or something. And especially because girls be- are maturing older than guys anyway. Already? And so they're like, yeah, I want a guy that's mature and professional and got a shit figured out. I like nice bags. This guy can actually buy my bag. I mean, it mm. sucks for me to just chalk women up to that. But like there might be some thinking in these like shallow chicks. Well, the things that we you wanted to get successful to get chicks. These guys are already successful. And now these chicks have access to those successful guys. Which is, mm-hmm. I think, actually kind of how it was historically for a long time. Like way back in the day, like 1700s, like... You were, you know, 17-year-old girl getting married to a 35-year-old guy. Yeah, but like a thing? communities, yeah. of course, yeah. But like communities were much smaller. Right, exactly. Right? Like, and it was often arranged and things like exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. Right. So so you had this small dating pool, and it kind of functioned within that small yeah. dating pool because exactly. everybody, there was a hierarchy established within that pool. Right. Now you're dating the whole world. Like these literal apps, you can go on apps and then match with people in fucking Australia. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So now as a young dude, you're competing with older guys who women do not have any issue with dating older if yeah. anything they prefer it yeah mm-hmm. right so you're at a disadvantage it's it's not like um if you're a girl and you're older there's a disadvantage because yeah. guys might prefer a younger girl right like mm-hmm. if there's a guy who's 30 years old he might want to date a girl who's 25 not 30 yeah, yeah. right and for not even shallow reasons. Biological like, reasons. Biological ones. Yeah. If he wants to have five kids and doesn't want to start making those kids for another five years, it ain't happening with that 35-year-old. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. We're going to take a break for a second because it's about time you stepped up your style. And I'm telling you, the easiest way to do this, especially as a dude, the only acceptable form of jewelry that exists as a dude is a watch. This is no yeah. brainer. What else are you going to wear? A wedding ring? It's either a watch or something that actively repels pussy. That's true. You actually can't wear a wedding ring. That's okay. And you probably should wear the wedding ring. But not if you're single, outside though. Outside of that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can wear a fucking chain and shit, but you can wear that to work. Yeah, come I on. I mean, who would wear a chain to work? All I'm saying is <laughs> the watch is a universally accepted form of jewelry for men and is a great way to you to step your game up. Obviously, you're not using it to tell time. I mean, you're using the phone to tell time. You're out here trying to look cute. And I'm telling you, there is a great and affordable watch brand with excellent timepieces that you can look so absolutely cute in. And it's called Vincero. Akash, do you like the watches? Yo, they're great watches. Best watch you can get for the money. It's that simple. Really is that simple. Yeah. It you is a it? quality watch. The look is spectacular for somebody who can afford this level of watch. Okay? Yeah. It's not an AP. Okay. Nope. You're not getting a Patek Philippe. Nope. That's a different bracket. Nope. We're talking about the people that want to look nice, want to look presentable, and are earning their way up to those bougie-ass fucking watches. It's not a Rolex, but it's also not a Timex. That's what I'm talking <laughs> you know about. I mean? So- what can they do, guys? I'll tell you what you can do. You can go to Vincero's website, and they have this amazing thing that helps you select the watch that best fits your style. 
It's really cool. You just basically click on pictures and answer the questions that really uh, showcase how you like to dress. And they're going to bring the styles of watches that they think will work perfectly with the outfits that you already wear. They also have a five-year warranty and a 365-day return policy. So they are so confident in their products that they let you send it back after a year if you, uh, if you don't absolutely love it. Okay? It's stress-free shopping with fair and honest prices. Where else will you find this good of a deal? Absolutely nowhere. Okay, that's why Vincero has over 27,000 five-star reviews that you can read yourself on their site if you want. No one takes quality as serious as Vincero. Okay, what they think is that you deserve the best and they're there to deliver it for you. So don't overpay for a watch that looks cheap and disappoints. Go to VinceroCollective.com forward slash flagrant. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O collective.com slash flagrant. I'm telling you, we love these watches. You will too. Go pick one up for yourself right now. This is a buy that you won't regret. Promise. Now let's get back to this. Wow, man. So it makes sense. So you believe in this virginity thing? You think that it's real? I think also a possibility. I think that's all true. I think another factor could be, you, I've heard kids don't drink as much. They don't do as many drugs now. And it's just because they have dopamine whenever they want right here. So they just are always kind of like, oh, I'm good. I got my little dopamine hit. I'm good. I don't yeah. need that as much as I used to. I thought kids were doing way more drugs. Yeah, I, thought I, I think like, some kids are doing maybe. way more, but I think overall there's a lot more kids that aren't drinking, aren't doing Dude, anything. when I was in college, there are people that did cocaine, but it was taboo still. Yeah. Now cocaine has become a party drug. In my generation, it's become like a... Oh, we're going out tonight. Might as well do some cocaine for kids. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like college, like yeah. late high school. Late high school, like, like, but they treat it like taking a puff of weed. Yeah. Like, you want to do some coke? Yeah, I guess I'm, yeah. I'm already out. I'm having yeah. a few drinks. Ecstasy, I've heard the same. This but. was, if you did coke, it was like this is what we're doing tonight. We're doing yeah. some coke tonight. Did you find a way to get some coke? Like it was, it was almost dangerous. You're like, mm -hmm. we could get, we go to jail if we do I coke. Didn't Someone even find see coke anybody tonight. doing coke till I was in New York in my mid twenties. Yeah, mm. you didn't also see labia. Yeah, <laughs> early thirties. Yeah, <laughs> that's a valid point. Yeah. That's a There's valid a couple point. other things that the article mentions, like marriage rates going down. So like back in the this day, is, like, this I see. Yeah, yeah. If you were eighteen, getting married because you're in a community and yeah, like yeah. you're gonna have sex at eighteen because that's what it is. Dude, I feel what? So bad for these young boys, yo. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, sexlessness. Like, they're rises. not gonna get sex until they become successful. Son, yeah. This this been there, done that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, no, nah, but this tapped into like I used to have a like a joke. I didn't even really do the joke per se, but like a premise about uh um about there's no terrorism like uh in puerto rico you know what i mean it's like because motherfuckers <laughs> are getting pussy you know what i mean like like you getting pussy at 15 years old 14 years old people are fucking and whenever they're fucking mm. there's no terrorism right? right and we always talk about like who's the greatest domestic terrorist oh like domestic terrorism yeah i'm talking oh, like okay, okay. like like who's not getting pussy say what dude's not getting pussy dude's yeah. not getting pussy right and that shit ain't happening in the middle east motherfuckers not getting any pussy <laughs> and they're like yo we got all this pussy when you dead you ready to risk it not only that Ireland. People always want to talk about. Yeah, you want to. You come from like a strict Catholic, oh, yeah. maybe, right? You come from a super. He strict. reluctantly gave that up. Like, oh, <laughs> maybe, fine, maybe. All right. uh, you know, um, I think there could have been something out there if it was a super strict Catholic country where yeah. you're a little bit repressed when it comes to your like sexual desires. Mm -hmm. 
in the Dominican Republic, you're not going to find any of this terrorism. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's like narco terrorism, which is completely drug related, not related from not getting no fucking pussy. Yeah. You know, but any of these places where you're allowed to actually fuck, where you got some pussy to look forward to, you're not blowing up no fucking building. Apparently, I don't know if I, I brought this up before, but there was a actual like a psychological war tactic done in Iraq. Where like oh they dropped fucking porn yeah, dude yeah they were like putting porn into the homes where yeah. like they were like putting it through like the airwaves yeah so it, like late at night if you wanted to like tune in it wasn't like broadcast yeah. in your face but if you want to go to a channel and watch porn it used to never be accessible and now it was and, but why they do that so they they could see women without mustaches <laughs> and they thought that that would end the war they thought if they saw a woman without a full mustache and beard and also a unibrow that they would go no this is right Americans Mark, why did they it. do that what was the I mean like that? the theory is that it was able to like sedate the men and that like they weren't as eager to be out there you know killing and shit when they're able to you know did it work ah so if you just keep them at home whacking off they'll not go outside and do Project things. Pink. Did it work? Yeah, beep, yeah beep, I don't beep. know exactly. I, don't I mean, know. we're still in Iraq, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start yeah. dropping women over yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the porn for? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it is It is just interesting to see. And like yeah. to make that connection with, with uh, was it domestic terrorism? Like, who are the people you see at least marketed as doing this domestic terrorism? Dudes not getting pussy, right? White or white dudes? White dudes, right? Like, obviously, domestic terrorism, there's like an interesting spin because like, you don't we don't call any like uh, gang activity domestic terrorism right there's like tons of like shootings happening i'm not saying this is just in chicago and like the fucking italian mafia can go shoot somebody up and nobody's like oh, it's domestic terrorism like the russian mob can go hang some people off a fucking building nobody's like, it's domestic terrorism. i guess because I you think- assume they're killing they're not killing civilians they're killing yeah, it's not people innocent. from other mobs or gangs or whatever so you were like oh that's just warfare between those two parties Gotcha. Domestic terrorism yeah, yeah. is a bunch of motherfuckers who have nothing that you to do with have anything. absolutely no relation to whatsoever. Yes. Yeah. So weird that we have to chalk this up and one seems... But we one had is, a lot of murders, yeah. No, you know what it is? One is more terrifying. The, the traditional that's domestic terror, it's more terrifying because yeah. you're like, oh, it could happen to me. That's like, terror. That's I'm ter- living in terror. If yeah. I'm in a gang... I that's, signed up for this. If I'm a, great a, a mob family, this is yeah. what I signed up for. Just to clarify, that's a mm. fucking great distinction. You guys are 100% right on that because... I can avoid the Irish mob. I can avoid the Italian mob. I right. can avoid the Russian mob. Hopefully, like, I don't have to like borrow money for them, or I don't right. have to like do gambling debts with them. Mm. But just going to a nightclub and then getting shot up, yeah, I that's hard to avoid. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Going to, imagine going to a massage parlor. Like that's the last place you think is yeah, going to get shot. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said the funniest. I told I made him do it on stage, but he was like. Can you imagine if like you were like your husband was like an innocent bystander there and you're like so shocked about it and then you're like, wait, where was he? <laughs> he, was, he was doing what? <laughs> Yo, there's some people that got to lie about where they were that yeah. day. And they were in the thick of it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Nah, some dudes were getting beat off that yeah. day. And the cops got a question them. They're like, I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> or the wife is mourning her husband. I can't believe it. And then like, this motherfucker, what? Oh, you're talking about the, the, the family. Yeah, died. your dad. Imagine that's your dad. Oh, nah, like you my dad. Oh, my God. Go, I Wait, had to what? run in. I heard him. I was going to save <laughs> him. I was going to save the yeah, day. I tried to stop it. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. You got to act. I was trying to jump in front of the bullet. Yeah. You got to You got to build a whole hero story to, to cover the fact that you were getting beat off. <laughs> yeah, it's your only hope. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But actually, I was talking to Ben about this, about like how incel, about how like, he's related. Oh, sorry. sexlessness <laughs> makes you so pissed and angry and stuff. Yeah. But if that's true, you would expect it would be the people in the culture that are like most commonly sexless, that are not getting any sex, that would be the most angry. You know what I mean? Like, 
So like statistically, it's like yeah, that's what we're saying. They're shooting up, yeah. but it's places. like Asian dudes that like are like rejected by women at a high rate because they're not seen as like sexually desirable. Somehow. Maybe they don't have Sometimes the expectation. Indian dudes are, are Maybe, low on the pole, but there's would, never Indian terrorism. But I would say that Asian that's terrorism. that's a function of the community that you're within. So if you're a white dude and you see all your friends out here getting pussy, you go on Instagram, you see these white dudes doing this cool shit getting pussy and the expectation is you should be getting all this pussy and you're not getting anything, then mm-hmm. there that resentment comes, right? But if in your community, like Akash, I don't know if you felt like an outlier within your community or you were like, no, nah, this is kind of like down with the values we're supposed to uphold. Yeah, you a lot of my, most weird. of my friends were fucking in like college, but it wasn't like crazy that I wasn't. Right. Yeah. Because, so it's like, you're not that abnormal. To my white mm. friends, I was a fucking mutant. To my black friends, I was like, actually the Southern Christian ones got it. But outside of that, they were like, what the fuck is this uh, thing? That's funny uh, that they low-key looked up to it a little bit. They were like, <laughs> nah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even the white ones were just like, I'm Christian, but you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one going to hell, buddy. Yeah. I know, I know God said that shit. <laughs> he said a lot of Shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like, so I guess you need the community to make you feel comfortable with that decision. Yeah, but if it's not a decision, like, like if you're just trying to like fuck white chicks and they're like, nah, I don't want that. Yeah, like you, I would expect them to be the most angry. Like, yeah, you would expect it if they, if they're judging themselves completely outside of the Asian community. Right, you know what I mean. But because, even and I think like, that I'm trying to wrap my like form this fully. But like the women you're trying to have sex with. Are they openly trying, like, down to have sex or not? Like, Indian girls, Asian girls, you don't know culturally to be down to fuck and, like, be out there or whatever. Right, but if white you're girls, fuck sorority chicks. If you're a white dude yeah. who wants to fuck white girls, you're looking at the white girls, and they're not, like, usually super conservative and pretending they don't fuck anybody. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yo, you're having sex with all these people, but not me. Indian guy's not looking at Indian girls like, you're having sex with all these dudes and not me. No, but why aren't Indian dudes trying to fuck white girls and then going, they are. oh, why aren't, they don't want to fuck me? And, I think like, that I, there might be a societal, like... You just, that's what we perceive as happening throughout society. So I'm not the freak. Yeah. They're just not uh, having sex with Indian dudes. It's not me that's the freak. Mm. Indian dudes are just undesirable and that sucks. And I could be frustrated about that, but it's I'm not, not about the only me. One. Yeah. Uh, it's not you have me. a cover. That's my, right. that's what I'm fearing. Right white now. dudes kill yeah. themselves in Norway. Like, you know, like it's the happiest country in the world. So why they have the high suicide rate. And then people are saying, well, imagine everybody was happy around you and you're depressed. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's funny. Like, that's yeah. got to be horrible. But mm. if everybody's depressed around you and you're depressed, you're like, oh, this is normal. Yeah. Right. It's, Whereas if you're a white dude keeps on getting rejected, you're like, she's banging other white dudes. Yeah. She's banging other tall guys. I'm, I'm supposed whatever. to be desirable. Yeah. Every yeah. white dude's out here getting dick ex- or pussy except me. Mm-hmm. Right, right, You right. feel like just such a loser. Yeah, uh, that actually makes sense. Yeah, so I think it has to do a lot with the community. But yeah, Ben was, I was asking him about the Asian hate thing. He said something interesting. He was like, um, he goes, uh, Asians don't, he's half Asian. He's half Japanese and half white. Uh, have normal and no, no. He said uh, he's like. Here's the thing with us is like we don't get seen as fully American, and I'm sure you probably experienced yeah. this too. Yeah. And like, like he, his relatives, like his grandfather and grandmother, were in the internment camps. Yeah. You know, so like this is like from that. his lineage. Yeah. But and his dad was born in America. But the, three generations were born. Yeah. In America, right? So his grandpa, his great grandpa, born in America. So this motherfucker's American. He's more American than me. A hundred percent. You're not any. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like you weren't born here. (laughs) Welcome, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So uh so so he was saying we don't get looked at as American. We still get looked at as other. And then he said that a lot of this uh 
he goes, ask yourself, he goes, does anybody hate Asians? And I go, dude, I don't know anybody that hates Asians. Right. He goes, he goes, I don't, he goes, I don't think people hate Asians. I just think people actually don't think about us because we don't operate on like the extremes of society. Like there's no Asian Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. There's no Asian, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of like a huge, you know, CEO or something that we'd be familiar yeah, with. Yeah, some famous musician or whatever. Exactly. Like. Yo-Yo Ma is the most famous Asian musician Steve that you're Aoki? probably thinking. I don't even know if he plays an instrument. You no know, Asian Elon <laughs> Musk. No, <laughs> no Asian Michael Jordan. Right, yeah. exactly. He's like, he's like, if you think of the most famous Asian person that you know, go. Who do you think it is? Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what everyone yeah, said. Like maybe Jeremy yeah. Lin, Jeremy Lin Andrew Yang yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And even that is kind of like, kind of rare, right? Yeah. So what, what Asians have done is... Uh, he said something interesting. So it's easy kind of to hate them or see them as other as a reflection of like nationalism almost in a way. Like mm. it's easy to go, oh, you guys are responsible for the coronavirus or whatever that is, because even though they're American, they're not seen as American right. by Americans. Like weirdly, when it comes to like the, the, the racial component is nobody's comparing who's gotten it worse. Obviously, black people have gotten worse here than anybody. But America and Akash made this point to me a long time ago. He goes, America is kind of black and white. Like yeah. black people are American and white people are American. And then everybody else is kind of. You just got to like pick a side. Like people tell me, I don't, you act black, you act white. Okay. How do I act Indian in America? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. They yeah. have no reference. I swear. The only thing I knew to do part of why I was pre-med, I was like, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Part right. of it. Al, you're, you're shaking your head. Uh, just, I would just give a little pushback. It's like, it's black and white, but then they're, is a portion of white that say think it's just white. Oh, it's supposed to just be. Well, that's white. the thing. It's supposed, yeah. to, it's supposed to just yeah, yeah, yeah. be white. Let me but, let me let me clarify that. Um, there is a black American way to be, and there is a white American way to be. Identity wise, there's a black identity in America, whether you want to choose it or not. White identity in America, whether you want to choose it or and not. And most of us are a, a kind of combination of both. Like you and I are both influenced by like white and black culture, right? And yeah. you're skewed more black and I skew w w more white, but we both have these influences yeah, yeah. from these other cultures, right? You and I are not influenced by Asians or Indians yeah. at all. Or at least you don't think you are. At least, yeah, at least we don't think we are. Like, in no, maybe, maybe I am. Uh -huh. And maybe Akash is like rubbed off on me in ways. But you, if, if you and it's I were part, like talking yeah. and we'd like did some random Indian shit, we'd be like, Bro, why did you just do that? Like, <laughs> whereas, That's a good like, point. Good Indians, point. I think, and Asians are going to be influenced by the white and black cultural yeah. impulses yeah. that they're going to... Because, yeah, we don't have an identity here. There is no, and like... you're newer, dude. Like, yeah. We, it'll take time, and yeah. it'll happen, but right yeah. now, yeah. there is no identity. There's and, and, no... And furthermore, to Uyeda's point is... Asians haven't assumed the positions of influence that black and white people have. Yeah. So white people, let's say, go towards like business and politics, which does influence culture. Uh, black people go towards entertainment, right? Which influences culture, you could argue, even more. So these things are permeating American culture yeah. globally. Whereas Asians, and you can include Indians in this as well, we're like, we're going to go for law we're going to be lawyers doctors dentists we're going to be successful we're going to sacrifice the crazy dreams the rolling the dice yep. risking 100%. it all being a fucking yep. basketball player musician or something like, or comedian right for something that is secure and safe i think for our parents the crazy dream happened yeah yeah yeah. their basketball career their nba nfl yeah. they made it to america but that was a crazy dream yeah so it's like yeah just play it safe and then to your point to add on to it then you don't get if you're not in those things yes. it's easy to be like oh Seen they're not honor. american because i don't see asians at all 
until recently, like in movies, in basketball. So black people, that's a, you hating black people, you hate Michael Jordan. He said something. He goes, Enjoy uh, that. He goes, he goes, in a way, we made a deal with the devil. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, no, I'm not upset about this. This is great. Like, we make more money than white people. Right. Right. Like, we have a higher, uh, like, per house income than white families. Right. We're killing it here. But that comes at the cost of feeling part of the fabric of society. Mm. He goes, I think that's why a lot of Asians end up being police police officers. I go, what do you mean? He goes, they just kind of want to feel like they're part of this thing. Hmm. Uh. And I think that's probably why you see a lot of black people join the military. Maybe why a lot of Asians join the military as well. I think there's other reasons as well. But like when you fight for the country, you can't take away the Americanness. Right. You know what I mean? You see a lot of Latinos join the military as yeah. well. Yeah. Maybe that's part of like, hey, I'm in on this shit. Yeah. You're not going to tell me I'm not American when I got this fucking outfit on. Yeah. You know? And it was just a really cool observation. Like they got all this success in America without integrating into like the cultural influence and fabric of it. Yeah. And because of that. They're kind of invisible. They're invisible. Yeah. And because they're invisible, it seems as if it's easier to, for lack of a better word, hate Asians, it's just a little bit easier to they feel treat more foreign. Them as different. They feel foreign. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and we talked about it a little, and this is why he pointed out like Asian female fetishization. Uh -huh. Like it's way easier to fetishize Asian women because. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, according Took to him, me a while actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was he, like shrimp. <laughs> Took a second, yeah. you know. He was saying that Tinder released like data and they said that Asian women were swiped on the most, mm. like above like, yeah. white women, above anything. And yeah. so he was like Asian women, white men. Yeah. And so he said the reason is like they uh, like it, there's like that invisibility and like he called it kind of like dehumanization. Yeah. But like it's not in a hateful way. It's just like, oh, it's difficult to necessarily associate because I don't see you represented anywhere. Yeah. So therefore I can see you as doll like and like uh, sexual in that way. Yeah. Remove you from your humanity. Yeah. He said an interesting thing. He's like, listen, we went for the bag. Right. And he goes, and I, we had this conversation. There's like so many outside influences in terms of what you can or can't do and what you're supposed to do and like cultural influences. But like he basically was like, we tried to secure the bag and now we got to try to secure some sort of cultural influence. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and black people secured cultural influence. Now they got to go secure the bag. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like they're yeah. opposite side of the spectrum. Now, th this is so complicated. Is it to chalk it up to like black people going, we're going to take over entertainment. It, it was more like, <laughs> oh, they won't let us do anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, law, there's laws against us. Exa exactly. So like, business? He, yeah. he recognized that. He's not saying that. But in a way, these outside sources that push people and push these two groups of people in different directions. Mm -hmm. They've kind of now you guys kind of have to flip, yeah, in a weird way, mm -hmm. yeah, you know. But anyway, yeah, just just uh, about the uh, oh yeah, that's what it is. I think the listen. There's many groups that can be upset about the shooting at the massage parlors. Asians obviously feeling targeted their lives right now. I think black people got to be pissed off about this because for years people have been telling black people, yo. Uh, it's your culture that's bad. Why don't you just go be successful, go to school, you know, uh, mm. get get good jobs. Don't commit crime. Why don't you not commit crime? Why don't you don't do all these bad things? You're doing all these bad things, and that's why you keep ending up in jail. That's why you're getting shot for no reason, because you're doing all these bad things. And then you look at these Asians in the salon that start their own business, they go to school, they do all yeah. the things that, cons that these like crazy alt-right conservative motherfuckers say black people should do, and then they get shot up for no reason. Yeah. So the point is, motherfuckers get shot up for no reason. 
It's yeah. not because your education rates are lower. What it is is that when you get looked at in a dehumanized way, it's easier to fucking shoot somebody. Yeah, one yeah. thing I was seeing, there was like uh, two groups of, let's just say minorities that were for protect Asians, like let's stop the hate against Asians. And then the other group is like, well, what about us? We get, you know, we have more violence acts happening to us. So it's like, it was like one group is like, yo, we should stand for everybody. And the other group is like, nah, we're bigger victims. So like, why are we paying attention to them when we're still the biggest victim? And like, I saw that, but I like the pushback of the people who were just like, no, 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 we got to stand with it. That part is interesting. Go, go, go. No, just like seeing like certain black people's response to like the parlor thing. Because there's certain black people, like probably the majority that I've seen on like Twitter and stuff being like stop Asian hate, the whole hashtag, whatever. But then there is a subset that like you were saying, like that aren't on with it because of either like feeling like the bigger victim or some other like complex reason. I don't know. But it is interesting seeing how that shifts and especially for white people to see that and be like, because I think oftentimes white people will group like racial groups into just their like monolithic paradigm of mm-hmm. like this is what they are. Like black mm-hmm. people aren't racist. They can't be racist. Asian people can't be racist, blah, blah. And then they see black people being like prejudiced towards Asian people yep. on Twitter and being like, oh, well, you came to New York and ruined it, blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting for white people being like, oh, wait, this is not all one cohesive group that all believes the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if for them, I don't know, it's interesting to see the shift. Yeah, it's tricky, man. It, it is also tricky just because of like the relationship between black people and Asians. And it hasn't been a very friendly one throughout like the American experiment, mm-hmm. at least growing up for me. Like yeah. I saw a lot of racism towards my black friends from the Asian community. Yeah. Right. And I'm not talking about the Asians I went to school with, but I'm talking about like if we were in Chinatown, we're going into like the Asian bodegas or whatever like that. It was always a little bit, Mm-hmm. You know, be followed around and shit. And we would steal from them. So maybe <laughs> that was reasonable. For <laughs> <laughs> right reason, you yeah. know. But, but uh, you got treated fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where it's fucked up. Um but uh but yeah, but so it's it is a weird thing where like I don't know, I guess as black people, you guys gotta make a decision. Like, do you put that aside and ride for them and then hope that they also ride for you in the future? Because there's no doubt like Asians Outside of America, Asians are fucking racist as fuck, right? Like, yeah. Asians don't even like Asians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's next level racist. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even like each other. Yeah. They definitely not going to like black dudes, yeah. right? Like, so it is, it's hard to ride for someone that you feel like has been prejudiced towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the exactly. same time, you want to ride against prejudice. Yeah. Yeah, and you just hope if I'm gonna help you out, you're gonna help me out again when this happens again because right. it will soon. Right. So hopefully you remember this, and that's just I think the way to do it. It's just interesting because it's kind of like the injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere thing. Yeah. But then that group of people who's like, "Yo, no, we need to help Asians." Yeah, yeah. There's a subset of those people that will start trying to help so many people that you're like, "All right, this you're doing a lot right now." Yeah. This inclusive thing you're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like a gray area where it's like, "Yo, this is." inhumane this is tragic we got to do something about this this is like something we speak on yeah and then i don't know it just feels like there's a middle ground for both parties how many asians do you think are getting beat up just for being dicks <laughs> <laughs> like having nothing to do like now you gotta zero <laughs> you don't think there's a single asian like that just gets in a bar fight nope yeah remember like back in the day when there was a lot of like gay hate crimes yeah. and like if a gay dude did anything to you, you couldn't even beat him up because it was going to get looked at as a hate crime. Yeah, yeah. But that motherfucker might 
have deserved to get beat up for nothing to do with the fact that he sucks dicks. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just an asshole. And he got to get beat up for that. But at a yep. massage parlor, they're doing a public no, service. No, no, bro, I'm not talking you know about I mean? that. Like, uh, they're doing a public service. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> these are heroes. <laughs> What's that? The first uh, Asian-led Marvel film is going to come out. Shang-Chi, the Chinese actor Simu Liu. That might be a little uh, bridge builder. Connect through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's too Asian, bro. bro. It can't be too Asian. This is the trickiest part, right? Like everybody want to maintain their culture and they want to be American at the same time. Yeah. And it's like if you want to be seen as American, you can't lean into your foreignness, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Wait for it. Wait for the explanation. Wait for the explanation. There's nothing wrong with you being seen as foreign. Like, think about all these Italian motherfuckers. Like, oh, I'm so Italian. I'm this and I'm that. All right. Well, then now you're Italian. And I'm going to describe you as Italian. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about you, you're Italian. You're not American. You're Italian, right? So when you lean into your motherland culture, you are going to be seen by like that. I got to push back. Black Panther brought everybody together. That was yep. like one of their highest grossing films. Also define, and it wasn't just black, black people. No, but no, black not, people I, I, also define what's cool. And when black people were going to see it over and over and over again, the rest of us were like, there must be something to it. Also, keep in mind, like the references, the vocabulary and shit like that. They were using African accents, but they're using like, it's lit. But that's dance moves and shit like that. But that's what I'm saying. That's movie. how you integrate African culture with American culture. Yeah. And if the Asian movie does that same thing, I, and if it's a good movie. But there's movie, no Asian American cultural touchstones. You're no, right. You just got to slip it in. But okay, so what he's saying is, what are you slipping in? What's the Asian American culture you're slipping in? It's lit. No, nope. <laughs> break the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if you do it better, then we're gonna respect you. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're my is, boy now. This is the thing that I actually talked to Ben about. That yeah. I was like, I get frustrated when movies like they create like the diversity movie. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like I feel like I can't connect because you. And he put it this way. He said, you can't lead with the detail. Which I actually thought was a cool way to put it. Like when you meet someone, or at least for me, if I meet someone that's like, yo, I'm pro-black, I'm the black guy, I'm all Black Lives Matter, everything black, pro-Africa, whatever. I meet them and I feel like there's a little bit of like a wall. And I'm like, oh, you might not like me because I'm white. I'm so clearly not black. And the thing that's most important to you is your blackness. Mm. So I feel like there might be a disconnect. Whereas this guy might love motorcycles. He might love comedy. And it like there might be other points and where there's you a, could kind of unite. Or he's yeah. just an American dude that likes American culture. I'm like, oh, yeah, we can connect on that. And I don't want anyone to try to whitewash their cultural identity. I don't want a black guy to try to be more white to fit me. Yeah. But if you lead to me with the facet of your identity that is alien to me, then I'm not going to be able to connect with it. So like with that part, yeah. with that specific part, and maybe not be able to connect with you, even though we have so many other things in common. Because yeah. that's what you led with. That's yeah. how you defined yourself. So like I'm yeah. Akash, and Akash is Indian, and he never hides his Indianness. Yeah. But because we connected through comedy and like bullshit about sports, whatever, like we connect as friends, and he's able to maintain his Indianness, and I'm able to learn about that through that way. But if he came forward and was like, "Yo, I am Indian, and mm -hmm. like this is what is the most important thing to me," I'd be like, "Oh, maybe we can't connect." Mm. And so, like, whenever there's these movies, like the Tuskegee Airmen movie, I'm like, oh, this is going to be, like, a very pro-black thing. Like, I don't necessarily have, like, a huge cultural interest in seeing this. Crazy Rich Asians. I was like, this is going to be some Asian movie. It's also about just not a good movie. Some Asian yeah, I stuff. I watched like, that shit. I, had, I couldn't good. be less interested in that shit. But now, if they branded it as, like, oh, here's I an interesting be, movie. I just want to see what a fancy fortune cookie <laughs> look like, bro. Like, if you're a, if you are a billionaire <laughs> family, if you're a billionaire <laughs> oh family, God, bro. That's fortunate. <laughs> oh that is fortunate. It's fortune yeah. in the cookie, dog. They have a fortune. Yeah. What what message is going to be in that shit when you are oh rich? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? What's higher than General So's chicken? What level are you eating? 
<laughs> like, what messages you gonna put yeah. in, the, in the billion? Lotto tickets on the back. It's just ha ha. Yeah. You know I mean? Why like, would you need it? Yeah. You won already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but but I hear what you're saying. I think that that's true. And the 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 thing that people might conflate is: are are you saying that we have to you know hide our identity in order to fit in? And it's like. You're not saying hide it, mm. but if you're leading with identity, then it's going to be harder for people to attach. But I think you should be able to lead with whatever you want. Yeah. You just have to have expectations with the outcome. Yeah, exactly. Like that Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet or whatever. Yeah. There's a black lead. They, and he's black. Bro, Soul. Yeah, even Soul. Yeah. Even though that is like a very like pro-black movie, I didn't watch it and be like, but oh, is this it? is... Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I took it that way. The mom owns a laundromat. If anything, that's <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm and Marie, which I didn't love as much as you did, but it was it was very pro black. But it didn't. It wasn't about that. It was about this couple fighting, and like, then yeah. they didn't lead with the detail necessarily. They just yeah. fucking. And yeah. so when it's oh, branded around that one thing, like I, I think that it can't be a surprising expectation that people won't connect with it, especially if you're talking about this white. You know who does a good Culture. job of that shit, bro? What is that motherfucker's name? The sketch guy, Key and Peele? Or yeah, Jordan oh, Peele. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Peele. Even though, like, I didn't see the first one, Get Out. What was the second one? Down or some shit? Us. 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 Upside down. I thought it was talking about Pixar. You're talking about Up. Yeah, I think about Up. Yeah. But, uh, like, I, I'm watching a horror movie that has a black family in it, so they're going to deal with black yeah. family shit. And it's about black life. Like, I don't think I whitewashed it. I don't know. But yeah, I'm also but it didn't feel like a like this is a black movie only for black jokes to be understood and whatever. So it's like he just had the characters' lives inform the movie without feeling as if the movie was... Uh, for black audiences only, mm. like a Tyler Perry film might be. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, absolutely. I think that I yo create whatever the fuck you want to create. Yeah. Like I'm not telling anybody what they should create. Like if you want to lead with your identity and fucking lead with your identity, I lead with my identity. My identity just isn't wrapped around my my race, mm-hmm. right? But like I lead with kind of the things that are most valuable to me. And for some people that might be your Indianness or your race. And sometimes they have to do that. And then sometimes you have to because you can see it on their fucking face, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a paralyzed dude, you're probably going to talk about that in your comedy act in the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, that being said, if the goal is to be seen as not other, mm-hmm. leading as other, is not going to get you to that goal as fast. Yeah, maybe. What are you saying now? I just disagree because if the lead is other, but then that lead is doing regular, or not regular, but like Americanized things, then you you help people see like, oh. I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah, but I think that movie is going to do that. It's not going to be like he's an Asian superhero and he's only like caring for Asian people like does the movie take place in we're not, we're not I don't assuming, know what that movie is we're not assuming that's, that's what his point was if it yeah, yeah, I was if just it doesn't about, uh, lead with the Dove's, details it I will think do that well. movie's gonna help yeah and he's saying right. if it doesn't Relation lead with the details it will I don't know what yeah. the movie is it yeah. will do no well. I mean he is a kung fu master it's gonna be heavily Asian cast <laughs> uh, literally so that. that's the mo- that's the character the <laughs> Dove, don't character. you got another call outside but so. connecting it. no but it's back <laughs> to Mark's point of the difference of casting uh, Washington Mr. Washington for Tenet forgot his first name Denzel no, no, it's his son. Uh, John David. Oh, yeah. John David. John David Washington. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Versus Soul, which that was, was created by black people. So it's a two different uh, 
thing here. I think that this is going to serve and be something that like Asians can be proud of, but it's going to also give everyone else a peek in. And then eventually, because it's so great, they're going to be like, merge the world. Soul was a hippie movie that happened to be starring a black lead to me. It was a hippie movie first. And whereas Tyler Perry's movies, this is a black movie. Fire. If that that you might really enjoy this type of humor, but we know who this is made for, what this audience is. Yeah. There are Christian movies that are made for Christian audiences. Yeah. You could go enjoy it, but they're leading with what that movie's about. Mm-hmm. I think you and I are kind of saying the same thing, where it's just like you can have whatever person is in that lead role as long as the rest of the things that they're doing happen to be relatable. I think yeah. that's what Mark yeah, is make all. Iron I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make like, Iron Man with an Asian dude. Yeah, Iron Man can be fucking Asian. And the Asianness can inform the movie. Yeah, and he don't can leave be, it yeah. out. That that gets weird. Don't whitewash it. But then yet. he doesn't eat Jarvis. He could just figure all the shit out himself. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. Oh. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Invents all well, his own I mean, shit. That would be fire if Jarvis is talking. He's like, bro, bro. You're on lunch break. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like the forced diversity. I just want it to be like be natural, authentic, the way it is in the, real life. Here's the thing, though. Sometimes... When you just want to place a person of color in a role mm-hmm. that is not about their identity, mm-hmm. it appears as forced diversity mm-hmm. because we're so accustomed to seeing people of color playing these caricatures of themselves in TV and film. Hmm. So when we point. see the Asian person, like in The Walking Dead, that Asian dude, and he's not all fucking Asian about it, we're like, yo, what is this? <laughs> Why everything got to be Asian? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you got to be so famous before, like, Denzel Washington is so famous and Will Smith is so famous, we don't even go, oh, that's diversity. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. how famous Denzel They're and not Will making, Smith are. Think about that. It takes a lot as a black dude. You got to be super famous to not be making black movies. Michael, Jor- Michael B. Jordan is uh, in Creed. And I just called it Black Rocky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. he's not famous enough for it to be seen as a non-diversity play. Yeah. Right? Will Smith, Denzel, there's a few people that are so yeah. famous. Black people have that. Let's say they're so good. That. They're, Wait, they're that so famous. No, black people have that. White people have that. I think there's very few Asian people that have it. There aren't. And pretty much no Indian people that have it, like down the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I think when people say America's black and white, that's kind of what they're talking about. Yeah. Who's that? And especially if you want to be the Asian, this is something that Ben brought up. If you want to be the Asian lead, you have to be so fucking good compared to like a white guy mm. that like it's not even close. Like if you're like, like there's no John well, that, Krasinski of Asian. There's a there's an economic play yeah. there apart where where it's just like to be a lead, you also have to sell tickets. Yeah, like exactly. headlining But also in terms club, of like attractiveness, like, like that kind of thing. Yeah, but Jackie Chan wasn't really attractive. He wasn't a good actor at all. He was a badass. Yeah. Like, was he a bad actor? Yeah. No, he yeah, was a yeah, badass. Yeah. Uh, but he was I also mean, he was a yeah. good fighter. But I never but saw that fucker sold tickets. Yeah, he so sold tickets. So that's the thing what it comes day, down to. Yeah. So it's like, right. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but... Shouts to Asians, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if what we get out of this is they stop being good at school and start focusing on sports and entertainment and politics. Then yeah. Let's go. God bless. Yeah, you're wearing not, the Chinese flag on your shirt right now. Is that bro. what this is? Yeah, that's your CCP shirt. I got to take that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it still fuck China forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, bro. You know? That is crazy. <laughs> it is. Not Chinese people. 
I love Chinese fuck people. Fuck the Chinese government forever. Yeah, fuck yeah. China. Like when I say fuck China, <laughs> I'm talking about the Chinese government. That's okay. what I mean. Got it. You know, Chinese people in China, they probably, probably cool, man. Unless they are cool with their government. Let <laughs> us fuck that. Why can the whole world say fuck America for years? And rightfully so. And that's not racist. Taiwan's allowed to say fuck China. I'm rocking with Taiwan. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's what you guys say. I saw a wild article, bro. Wait, what? what I saw a wild article. Like, we're going to have to make a decision soon whether we fuck with Taiwan or whether we fuck with China. We being America. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you meant me. Because, nah. Because Kissinger <laughs> went over there a while back when we were trying to get out of Vietnam. And we were, like, looking for, like, Chinese support, I guess, to get out of Vietnam. Kissinger is this guy who's, like, been the architect of American policy for fucking years, right? And foreign policy. And uh, for, and uh, they basically made a deal, and the deal was like, yo, we're going to remove Taiwan from, like, the UN status and all these other things, but we're not going to remove our, like, I, don't, I think we still got a base there, and uh, but we're not going to essentially say that Taiwan is part of China. And China's big thing is there's one China, and mm-hmm. that fucking island over there, Taiwan, is part of this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like Hong Kong is part of this shit. Right. And eventually, they're going to lean on us to make a decision to break an agreement that we made with Taiwan, which was we got your back if anything happens. Mm-hmm. And they're going to lean on us to make that fucking decision. And if they lean on us and we break that decision to Taiwan, there's an argument to be said that China is the world power now. Mm. Because we're going back against yep. our treaty. Because we we're, we're afraid of China. Because we're afraid of them. And if we're moving... Now, it could be a much more advantageous relationship for uh, us to be cozied up with China and on the same page with China. We get better deals and all these other stuff. But we're going back on our deal for this sovereign nation that I guess let us place a... Check to see if we still got a American Air Force there. And that's a, like when China's base. like keep shooting missiles in the sea and shit like that like close by is, does it have to do anything no i don't that? think that the missile thing has to do with china uh with with taiwan that's just like uh taiwan was the last holdout of this um i guess i don't know like uh there was some beef back in the day what's the guy's name i remember um uh, one of these basically there was some beef in china and they left and they fled mm-hmm. and they fled to this island and that was like the last stronghold oh, of these mao? people that didn't want to maybe be part of mao or what was mao's people i forget exactly who it was i'm no fucking historian on china because fuck them but uh <laughs> just but yeah, the government they, just the government they still have a base in taiwan they still have a base in in taiwan yeah so so america basically was like yeah we're gonna like hold you down blah 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 we're not gonna you know, let anybody fuck with you. And now China's so big that America might be like, yeah, you know, sometimes people got to fuck with you. Right. China basically said to America, yo, we got these concentration camps with these Chinese Muslims. You good? And America was like, yeah, yeah I mean, that's your you culture. Say, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what it is, bro. Stop Asian hate, you know? Yeah, yeah. Real talk. Stop Asian hate in America, not China. Let them hate <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the Asians yeah, you want. Let them oppress the Hong Kong people. Let them oppress the people of Taiwan. Let them oppress the Muslims, throw them in concentration camps. Yeah. We don't give a flying fuck about that. And the second anything happens here, and all of a sudden you got NBA players all of a sudden caring about oh, Asians. Yeah. We care about our Asians. Yeah, not yeah. any Asians over there. It's a little yeah. gross, actually. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Did you see when uh one of Biden- If LeBron tweets stop asian hate i will fucking go crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. if lebron tweets stop asian hate yeah unbelievable then you gotta tell him to shut up and dribble if he if he tweets stop asian hate then you could tell lebron shut up and dribble yeah because we know what you really about because china said that shit and you did mm-hmm. china mm-hmm. said shut up and dribble and you were like yeah you got that you're, <laughs> you're right yeah you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 
What were you about to say? Now, did you see when one of Biden's uh, like cabinet people accidentally called Taiwan a country? Like he sent out like an official like press email or something okay. and recognized Taiwan as like a nation because apparently the U.S. despite having a relationship doesn't recognize that as a country. And that's the agreement with China. Right. And we're going to protect yeah. you. We're not going to let anybody in, but we're not going to give you a seat at the U.N. table and you, we're not going to really call you a country. Yeah, exactly. So they, he accidentally did it. I think he was like, it might have been like the foreign press secretary. Or okay. He accidentally put out a statement being like, Taiwan, the country, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And then they had to rescind it and be like, oh, it was a formatting issue. Typo. Pussy. <laughs> Pussy. But like, All because they make shirts, bro? Why are we so afraid of China, bro? I don't, I don't get know. this shit, bro. You can take everything to India. You're good. We Wear the same shit you got for one year. Wear the same clothes you got I've for one year. I've been doing that. <laughs> I've been on that. Our guys are so pro-India. I'm India. pro America yo, this bitch, pro yo. India, I'm pro-India, pro too. I love India, bro. Yeah. Let's fucking go, India. dude. Yeah. Let's fucking go, the country. That was all about it. Uh -huh. yeah. They're wilding a little bit, but not like China. Seriously, yo, yeah, I almost said, you know what? I'm not eating Chinese food no more. And I was like, I see where this Asian hate starts. <laughs> <laughs> Keep eating Chinese food. I'm going to Mr. Chow this weekend. We fuck with our American Chinese people, man. Our Chinese Americans, we love you, but Chinese government, go fuck off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm being complete Hippocrates. Why is it Hippocrates? Well, because they're just doing what America does. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is what team I'm on, so we the bad guys of the world, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're invested. I'm invested. Yeah. I'm, pocket, I'm a shareholder of America. Uh -huh. You are a shareholder of America. That's facts. Yo, yeah. you are early investor in That's this That's right, bro. Uh -huh. Look at this skin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in here from the jump. Yeah. You know the Walking Dead dude, Stephen Yoon? Yeah, yeah. He is the first male uh, actor nominated for an Academy Award for this for movie. Asian American male? Or? Asian American really? male. Minari. So go shout out to Steve, Steve Yoon from Walking Dead. Really? Yeah. Is he a sex symbol? Poor guy. You know what I mean? They nah, tried. That motherfucker from Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, he that kid kind of handsome. Oh, yeah. That guy kind of handsome. Yo, he got the juice. He does got the Yo, juice. Yo, low-key, those K-pop kids might be the first like true Asian sex symbol. Oh, BTS? Yeah. They might be the first true Asian sex symbol. You think girls want to fuck them? I thought they were girls. I don't know, but I see them on TikTok. They're I, they're men. Yeah, <laughs> they're men, dogs, I guess. But like, they look so effeminate. Yeah, right? bro. Yeah. Nah, you're talking to Henry they're Golding in, from Crazy Rich Asians. And Henry good looking Golding. Dude. He's in, in he Bad Boys 3 as well. That's yeah, a good looking dude. That's a handsome ass yeah. Asian yeah. dude right there. Yeah. yeah. Super peace right there. Yo, super peace. Yo. Super peace, dude. Yeah, super peace. He bring He's an talking Asian to my girl, up. bro. That's a Oof. problem. I got to I gotta create a little distance, dude. Yeah. Six yeah. feet, bro, because yeah. of what y'all started. <laughs> <laughs> Asians, we love y'all, man. We love y'all. Yo, you want to run us through some uh, feelings, no facts? Can we do no bathroom first? Yeah, how about this? We take a little piss, yeah. run through some feelings, no facts. Love it. All right, and we're back for some feelings, no facts. Uh, talk to us. What do we got? All right, we got a bunch. We're going to rifle through. Ready? Mm -hmm. Go. Khabib officially retires. Knew it. He already did that. Yeah. Boom. Dana White just acknowledged it officially. Yeah. <laughs> he gave yeah. up. He was. Dana, he gave him the Taiwan treatment. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll acknowledge your retirement. You know how undefeated you got to be to beat Dana White? Like, he gives up. He's like, yo, I tap out. I submit. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Dana didn't accept the breakup, man. Yeah. That's what it was. Like, Cause he knew. Yeah. This guy's the best. Nah, but like dedicated ass dudes, like if you're religious and you yeah. say you're not gonna do some shit, that's the thing. You're just not gonna do it. Like yeah. anybody yeah. else that retires that's not religious, I go, eh, you don't have the discipline. Yeah. Money's gonna make you come back. The fame is gonna make you come back. That motherfucker wants to go to heaven. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So all this money and shit is cute. I think he still lives in Dagestan. Yeah. Like that's crazy. What is yeah. he gonna do, bro? That's Bitcoin. He, he, that? he took Bitcoin. He took UFC money to Dagestan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be the he's, richest guy in Dagestan. You he's better Doge be coin. nice. Yeah, yeah. Dogecoin yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, nah, I think he's retired. I think it's good. I think you got to open up the game. Sometimes when people are too dominant, shit gets boring. Yeah. You know. By the way, I saw a UFC slash boxing oh, yeah. match this weekend. I saw UFC for the first time live. I've never yeah. been in person watching it. And granted, like we were we were up close, so maybe that changes things if you're far away. But because uh, it was inside this conference center, like in a hotel, so everybody was intimately there. Um, it was by far the most exciting thing I've ever seen live. Really? And really? it's not even close. These are amateur guys, right? Yeah. And no, sorry, not excuse me, not amateur guys. These are like professional, but this is lower tier professional, right? right? This is not UFC. This How is far would they one be from UFC? No clue. Okay. No disrespect to any of these guys, but it seemed like they were at least in age, much younger. Like this is mm. on a come up type thing. And this was the most fucking exciting thing I've ever seen live. The most exciting live event I've ever seen. Unbelievable levels of excitement. Really? Someone gets choked out. You see them get choked. I would think the ground and pound stuff was going to be boring live. Yeah. yeah. It's not because you see them actually jockeying for position and how much effort goes into just holding someone down. Right, right. How much effort goes into holding somebody's wrists and shit, getting back up. Uh, yeah. it, it after watching it live, there's no question why it surpassed boxing as the most uh, entertaining and I guess most lucrative uh, fight sport. Not for the fan, not for the athletes, of sh uh, but for the uh, promoters. But I mean, it was just like unbelievable. I could watch people whose names I did not know. I didn't know a single person on mm -hmm. the card, and I was so thoroughly entertained. I literally said, "I want to stay for one." Yeah, <laughs> we stayed for the rest of them. Wow. I, I wanted to stay for one. We stayed for the rest of the fights. Because we were there to watch a boxer. The guy that trains me, Donato, had a boxer fighting that night. We literally got there as he was receiving his trophy for winning the fight. I felt horrible. But uh, <laughs> I felt bad. Were you, did you make him late? Huh? Did you make him late? Did I make him late? Were you Donato, late did you go with Donato? Or you, no. Oh, no, Donato's no, 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 no. training, right? He was training him. He was already there. That would be hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, and then we stayed for the UFC fight. I'm telling you. Next time there's one of these local fights, we should all go. I'm in. It's so much fun. I'm yeah. in. And to have that level of fun without... That level of, uh, I don't want to say this is a disrespectful thing, but like talent, like who knows? These uh, guys could go on to be the most talented ever, mm -hmm. but at that level, uh, at that tier, mm -hmm. like watching AAA baseball probably isn't that fun. Right. Maybe it is. I don't know. I've never done it, but like watching G League basketball, mm -hmm. not that fun. Yeah, you yeah. got to care about basketball. You got to yeah. really care. Like right. even watching the NCAA shit, like you got to care about the team. Like some of the games get exciting and that kind of stuff, but I'm not a big college basketball fan. Yeah. But Watching guys you don't even know their names and it's still the most fun. It's a bar fight, dude. Yeah. There's something primal about it. It yeah. just taps into it. Can't look away. What's that? You just can't look away, man. Did, Did you, you go? go? No, you go to no, the, uh, I've been a UFC thing. That's that's the best. It's oh, the it's best. Unbelievable. Really? Well, you, Next you've time also, there's a fight in town, we're all going. Well, you've 100%. been to Floyd fights. Akash will probably bail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be out of town. But <laughs> what do we do with the fight? Yeah, you know I mean, like, what is there even to do? It like, just seems a little dangerous. Yeah, you know? like we're all sitting around doing nothing. But you've fight. been to a Floyd fight, yeah. so that's where I'm like, oh, you've seen the best of the best yes. in boxing. Yes, and the highest stakes, and it can be boring. Yeah, Maria. 
And it can be boring. It can be boring. Sometimes the best of the best, they neutralize each other's skills, and it's not as exciting as seeing yeah. lower-tier guys who are just wailing on each other. Right. Dude, a yeah. bar fight between two guys who don't know how to fight yeah. is ending up for, in a knockout. Yeah, Floyd versus Pacquiao is like, oh. Yeah. It can be whatever. Tactical. When Floyd was coming up and just knocking these guys' fucking heads off of their shoulders, yeah. it was unbelievably entertaining to watch. Yeah. yeah. So, Would you see a bare-knuckle fight? Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, that is fun. that's like that might barbaric. Be too intense. Yeah, they do them. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a place like probably an hour north. Really? Yeah. Where they do them? I had a friend that went to one. Yeah, we might oh, need to go, go to that. Yeah, we might need to go to that. We might need to go. Do you remember that night in college where you threw a? I think we all did. We threw a little boxing match in front oh, yeah, yeah. of we the got, house. Whoa. No headgear, no yeah, mouthpiece. Guys off the street could come up. Put on fight. some gloves. Fight club. There was on this fight club. Yeah. Cops were watching across the street, but they were on private property. And people were, and friends would go up against each other until they knocked the shit out of each no other. No ring. Just unbelievable. a human ring. It was a human circle. Wow. We were just pushing back in. It was proper fight club. You had gloves, though. Yeah, gloves. gloves. Yeah, yeah. No mouthpiece. One in the morning. Just wearing street clothes. That's yeah. it. Where, but they're is... drunk. That's their protection. They... Uh, that's smart. <laughs> no waivers or nothing. Oh, Off the cup. That was great. Did you fight? Nah, I was the ref. At a boy. At a boy. All right, what else we got? All right, Biden falls climbing the steps of Air Force One. Yo, Zion, you know what sucks is that he can't even fall. Wait, like stairs are tough, yo. Like I fall on <laughs> stairs once a week, probably. Like all the time, I fall on stairs. Yeah. Right. But the fact that it's been ingrained in us that he's getting old and decrepit, and yeah. he can't finish sentences, and he can't walk, and he's breaking his foot left and right. Yeah. Now, anytime he does fall, we're like, oh, see, can't be president. It's not just ingrained, though. We have seen all these things. Like they're yeah, not he's like a fucking corpse. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. But it also sucks because sometimes he might just trip. Bro, I fall all. So I saw the video. I thought, assuming it was just one trip, everybody's making a big deal about it. But that second and third time was just painful. Yeah, that's when it was rough. And then he tried to like run up the stairs after that. Yeah, but that's his thing. You know that like inauguration, he's always running out. He's doing these little baby jogs like to show people he's in physical condition. Remember the inauguration? And we're like, no, that shit was fire at the inauguration. Because we were like, he's dead. And then he came out there jogging. Like it was WWE. You got the video out? You bringing up the video? Yeah. The best part is when he hits the salute at the end. The salute is bad hard. Yeah. Good salute. It was a great salute. Dude, yeah. now that's, that's fucked up, bro. That, there's a little part of you, though, is like, you can't make mistakes. You know, like when you're a TV presenter? All right, here he goes. A fast walk up there. Oh, here we go. That's the rough one. That yeah. last one. Yeah, you felt that on the knee. Yeah. He rubs it. Yeah, that was yeah, he's a definite slowdown. And now let's get to that salute. Yeah, you know he knows he's about to go, too. That oh, he's not going to fall again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. oh, poor fucking guy. Jeez, and that's going to be black and blue for six years. <laughs> yeah. Like, old people fall. That shit never heals. Yeah. So this is what sucks is that, like, if he's just your uncle, your grandpa. He saw a little limp. A little limp. Look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. a little That's Al when he was doing a tightrope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if he's just your uncle, your grandpa, right? And he falls, you feel bad and it's adorable. But when he's the guy who is the face of the country... You can't be fucking up, bro. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a host of a show, you can't be fucking up the prompter reads. Yeah. Your job is to read the fucking prompter. He's not making no decisions. You got a whole group of motherfuckers that make all the real decisions. Yeah. Your job is to be the face of the country. Also, okay? why are they doing stairs still, though? 
Huh? Right? Like, why are they doing too. stairs? Most like, advanced plane in the world. Most advanced plane in the world. He's the president of the United States. Have of an America. escalator. He, escalator. Get the sky bridge. We have What's sky, the sky bridge. That's where you get the the tunnel the you walk plane. in through when you get from the airport to the plane. You walk through a little tunnel. You don't take yeah, stairs because they don't use the airport dogs. That, but I'm saying they, they use should. a fucking airplane hangar. You got to get something different. No, they use like get him army bases around the world. This is ceremonial red carpet thing, but there should be a cool version like it's nah, just odd. No, no, no. Brings them up. We're not, we're not gonna do this. You know that. Seat you put on the on the stairs, the old people ride up. How fire would that be? Hover up, bro. See Joe Biden, the old man up the stairs, buddy. They need the little elevator, like in a concert when the motherfucker just comes out from underneath. Kevin Hart shit, fucking pyro, fire with the pyro. Taking over, yo. Trying to take it over. God, there's a thousand year old Chinese person right now running the stairs in the park. Okay, and our fucking president can't even make it up the stairs. Come on, bro. Yo. Yeah, that's a bad look. Bitcoin, got to win. I you think gotta we got to get him out of here. Kamala got to walk up some stairs. Carry bro. him up there. She got to go full heels. She could carry him. She could probably carry him. Yeah. Now Kamala's Asian, by the way. Have you seen that? They're calling her Asian now. Boy. Hey. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Lean it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got thoughts. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts? I bro? just think it's, she just became Asian at a very convenient time. Yeah. When she needs boats and then when there's... Convenient. That's what she goes. Oh. <laughs> 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 Maybe she is. <laughs> very convenient. That was good. <laughs> so you think she became Asian and I just didn't ever hear her talking about it. I always heard her saying she was black and then all of a sudden around election time and then all my... Dork Indian liberal friends are like, we have an Indian woman president. I'm like, no, we don't. Yeah. And now she went from Indian to, to Asian, Asian. Which yeah. is true, but it's nobody true, refers but to Indians as we Asian. don't do that. Yeah. Stop Asian hate against me. No, I'm good. Yeah. Nobody blaming me for Corona. He wants a Chinese business to come to India. I He's... truly do. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, what else we got? Um, all right, what do you want to go to? You want to go to Quavo, sweetie, or this Catholic headmaster making the kid kneel? Uh, we could talk to Quavo and Saweetie. Okay. All right. All right. So Quavo and Saweetie broke up at yeah. 37. I don't know why I'm even saying that sentence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I thought there was something funny about this Yeah. that we should discuss. Who cares a fuck about Quavo and Saweetie's relationship? Uh, but he did repo her car. So he bought her a car, I guess, or was leasing the car and then took it back when they weren't together anymore, which I think is fire. Um, but what is interesting is do you get the ring back if you're uh, get divorced? Mm, nope. Ooh. So that rule is if you give it on a holiday, it's considered a gift and you can't get it back. Same thing is going to happen with the car. She will be able to sue him because he that was a Christmas present. What? Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. If you give anything on a holiday, it's a gift and it's no longer your problem. But not the payments on it aren't. It, it doesn't matter. The car, that was a gift. He All right, well, took, she got to yeah, do yeah, the payments. So she'll just have to take over the payments, yeah. And but, I guess he said, yeah. I'm not paying for it no more. So the repo people were like, All right. I, I don't think they gave him, gave her an opportunity. Yeah, you got to give her a chance payment. to pay it. Mm. Yeah. So the lesson is if you're going to give your girl a gift, do it not on a holiday. Correct. That's a Holy valuable lesson. Shit. Now, what holiday matters? Could it be like some random Jew yeah. holiday? And like, <laughs> could they be like, yeah, shit was fucking Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. <laughs> Hanukkah, eight that? days. You got to wait a long time. She could claim Hanukkah uh, for eight days. National Donut Day. Yeah. Every day's a holiday somewhere. That's exactly. true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, my God. Okay. Can I ask you a question about this Quavo sweetie thing? She broke up with him because he cheated. 
What do you expect when you date Quavo? And he gives you a motherfucking Bentley. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, yo. You're very demanding. Okay, here's a question I got. Mm-hmm. What if what if you propose, but then you guys don't make it to the wedding? It seems like I'm asking this about me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I we had we had friends in town this weekend, and uh, the guy had proposed to a girl, mm. and then they broke it off before the wedding. Yeah. But yeah. the girl and her family still want to keep the ring. You can pay me for it. Well, here's the thing. So they leveraged the deposits they made on the things for the wedding yeah. to get the ring back. Oh, that's fair. So she bought it back from him, basically, right? Yeah, I guess. She's like, well, you don't have to pay us for like the deposits that we put down on the wedding, but it was their job to pay for the wedding anyway. Oh, interesting. I just think, okay, <laughs> let's remove that from it. Like, If you propose with a ring... But you don't get married, you get the ring back. Yeah. The yeah. ring is not really, it's like we're getting married, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not a here's this thing and then that's done. Yeah. It's a here's this placeholder yeah. until we're married. If yeah. we don't get married, then the ring comes back. Yeah. As long as you don't do it on a holiday. But the holiday shit, they can yeah. prove that it was, but not if you propose. Like, I'm giving you this not because of this holiday. Still a gift. Are you she fucking kidding? She can claim that it was a gift. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Trust me, I looked that one up. So I got to go Mosinite, bro. Yeah. Yo, Al. Get that Mosinite. Go, yeah, take it. Keep it. That's a little, that's a, that's a little ring pop. Okay. That is yeah. actually genius if you go Mosinite because the resale value, the real difference is just resale value. Yeah, don't sell it. And you're not supposed to sell it. Uh. So if you want to propose, you should do it with a lab diamond because the value exists on the purchase, but not on the resale. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so much better. It's actually built perfect for proposals because it's only valuable while it's on your finger. Mm. The second it leaves mm. your finger, it has not even close to the level of value. There you go. Oh, shit. Yeah. What a beautifully designed stone. A stone that loses its value as the promise that you guys made to each other mm. also is loses value. Yes, your yeah. value, y'all's value decreases. So does the ring. Fuck diamonds. Yeah, one hundred percent. Wow, lab growing, yo. That's the trick. Lab grin. Holy Don't shit. let these girls get you down. And you lie to them, tell them it's a real diamond. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's double paying. She goes, no, I'm keeping yeah. it. And then she goes, tries to pawn it off. And yeah. That's kind of scorpion. I'm going to start with my replica car yeah. and then work myself up to a nice replica yeah, diamond. That's the move. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a yeah, gift everything in replicas because then if they try to sell it, they'll be like, that's what you get. Gotcha, for. bitch. Yeah, that's what you get for trying to sell it. Fuck, mm. dude. Yeah. All right. Um, guys. This has been another episode of Flagrant 2. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll be on Patreon.com slash Flagrant 2 this Friday like we are every single Friday with a brand new fucking episode of Hilarity. Mm. Um, We will see you over there. I mean, it's only the biggest comedy Patreon in the world. No big fucking deal. But if you guys want to see why that is, you might want to come on over and experience it. We love you. We appreciate you. I'll say that again. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for spreading the word. We hope you're getting a lot of value out of these uh, podcasts that we've been putting out. We've been having some fun, having some cool guests. So uh, I'm glad to see you guys enjoying that. And uh, we got more coming in the future. So stay tuned. Very exciting. Keep spreading the word. Keep spreading the flagrancy. We'll see you over there on Patreon. If not, we'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. God bless.